And what the fuck? Turn that shit off. It's a smoke entire podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's the Renault F1 car playing happy birthday because not only is it our own Thaddeus's birthday today, and he's off, uh, I think, receiving fellatio for his birthday. So. <laughs> uh, Timmy Whitcomb, our good buddy, is in studio today. It's his Hello. birthday, too, bitch. Thank you. Tim is the co-creator of the Smoking Tire Forum, along with our own Chris Hayes. Yeah, we uh, we are. He is the other half of Threadlines. The other half of yeah. Threadlines. And Zach's here. Uh, we got no Nino today because he's editing some big muscle for next season. And someone, something else. Oh, Thad's gonna be back later, but whatever. Smoking Tire podcast. And uh, we were all fucking all over the world. Yeah. Last week, so we had to come back, regroup. Are you getting an echo? I'm uh, getting an echo in my headphones. Yeah. Fuck that echo. Take Keep it going. Sibilance. Less echo now. Yes. Yeah, that worked. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, whoa. Yeah, so everyone flew in like, like Thad, Thad landed and then the next day had to go back to Minneapolis for one day. Yeah. And then Tom landed and two days later flew out to VIR for Porsche racing or something. He was uh, doing ALMS and VIR. I was in New York driving the new McLaren as well as doing some road testaments for uh, for drive. And then I've been to San Francisco and back. And you, were, you were fucking Silicon Valleying. Yeah. <laughs> we had the Camaro ZL1 last week. Yeah. Should we just go? Should we talk about? Should we go straight into Camaro ZL1? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I fucking love that thing. Yes, that is. Did you you drive it? It was fucking it's brilliant. Isn't that it? is probably my favorite car I've driven all year. Yeah. Up until I drove the McLaren, I would say that as well. It was the best car I've driven all year. I thought I was gonna hate it. I saw it sitting outside all week long, and I just wasn't really interested in it. But once I got in, loved it. It's awesome, yeah. right? It yeah. drives and so well. So the first of all, I bitch about headroom and stuff because every Camaro I've driven, and I've driven a whole bunch of them, up until this one had a sunroof. This one doesn't have a sunroof, or this particular okay, so particular test car did not have a sunroof. You get a leg- and I happened to run into someone in another ZL1 in the canyons who had a sunroof in his car. So I sat in his, and I sat in. I'm telling you, it's it's two inches. Is really, it's two full inches of headroom. Without the sunroof, yeah, makes sense. For so the I can actually and the sliders and everything, yeah, yeah. I can actually sit in the proper position in the Camaro, and the visibility is still shit. But at least mm. my back doesn't hurt. See, and that's that's one thing that I noticed when I got in because Zach and I are about the same height. We're both just a, I don't know between an inch and three quarters of an inch under six feet tall. Yeah, and. I've got a longer torso than he does, and he's got longer legs. And so I sit in it, and I tend to sit up pretty high in I cars. I sit straight up. Yeah. So yeah, I don't too. usually have a lot of headroom in most things I get in. I didn't have a problem. Okay. So yeah, I was just like, fine. I didn't know what the usual issue you were having. And, like, was. the seats, well, yeah, the problem with the other Camaros is you have to, with a sunroof, I have to sit gangster lean. Yeah. And if I sit gangster lean, now I have to lean forward to reach the steering wheel. So yeah. my back is, my spine is like a horseshoe now. Yeah. So if I hit a bump. That horseshoe is just compressing, and given so my your back own, just your back problems fucking, already. Oh, it just destroys it. That's like I drove a, a Camaro like SS for a week, computer. destroyed my back. That's how I sit at the computer. But I can imagine if I had like some like a hydraulic yeah, bump under it, I'd be broken. Right, yeah. and then so the but the ZL one, our test car without the sunroof didn't have that problem. So yeah. let me let me ask you this: Now that you've got a better seating position. Is the are your usual issues with visibility alleviated somewhat? No, no, you can't see no. shit out of that okay. car. Yeah, because I, I found I would drive the car and I, I kept seriously like every hour because I drove it to Santa Barbara and back and I would like try and jack up the seat a little bit more. 
Yeah. Like, try and see a little bit more, and then I jack it up like a little bit more, and I'm yeah, just you hoping can't, for you can't something. See anything appear, out of but it. it's like the hood and the constrained roof and, and all that together. Parking it is see. a real pain in the ass. Yeah. The backup camera helped, but I got helped, in that thing. I and I haven't spent a lot of time in Camaros prior to this. But I got in that, and I pretty much felt at home right away. But then I realized what it was. It's, it's because I – well, no, no, no. The Corvette's – no, it's, feel, it's a different feeling It's a car. different feeling. But the thing is, is I had a GTO for three years. Oh, yeah. And it, and it and in a lot of ways, they're both Holden-designed vehicles. Yeah. They feel very similar in right. certain ways. And that's why I felt like when I got in, the visibility didn't hamper me as much because I knew exactly where the wheel placements were because I drove one basically for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not that it's hard to place. It's more like harder to park. Yeah. Than, I mean, on it's the big. on the road, it's the visibility isn't an issue. It's more like backing and maneuvering yeah. and stuff. You look, like, you look in the side view mirror and all you see is like half of it's taken up by like fender bolts. But I find cool, myself, you know, when I'm in the tight, like up on Mulholland in the tight, you, I have to like duck around the pillars. Totally. Yeah. You know, whereas a, as a normal car, I sit, I can just turn my head and drive. This yeah. one, I'm, I'm ducking around yeah. stuff. It, it, I can it, see it's that. the biggest A-pillar. It's a huge anywhere. A-pillar. It's and real the windshield is, is narrow, so you the mirror takes up a lot of it, the center mirror. and well, then Because of the raked windshield design, I think that A-pillar extends very far in front of yeah. you. So I was doing the same thing when I would take left turns. I had to lean like toward the passenger seat yeah. and look around it. And but uh, but otherwise but, in the cans it it gets smaller. It totally yeah, it yeah. sticks it, and for, moves. For a a four thousand pound car, it does not feel like a four thousand no, no. pound that car. That car, holy shit! I mean, really dynamically, well. that car is fucking excellent. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that magnetic ride control is the best thing GM makes, bar none. That yeah, be and on that's everything. the newest generation yeah, too. It's that's brilliant. The fourth that shit should so be. So that's everything. actually a better setup than this, every other car that yeah, they built. It's really good. No, it sticks like crazy. I mean, two eighty fives up front, three oh fives in the back. It's it's hard to break that thing loose. It is unless you're really trying. Yeah, it's hard to break it loose. But Zach and I took that thing out, and we were going. It's not that hard to break it loose. Well, <laughs> but, you can power on but oversteer, it but it if you're, you know, yeah. If you're trying to break it loose, yeah. you can, right. but it won't just get away from it. It's right. not the GT500 where you're absolutely. accidentally doing it. Yeah, the no. GT500 accidentally breaks loose a lot. This one Dude, doesn't. Yeah, that, that thing was ridiculous. And even when it does, it's easy to get it back in. Yeah, but if you, you obviously had traction control off no. as well. Yeah, all the way off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you leave traction control on, it will not break loose mm. at all. Yeah, it's it's actually it has a, a smart traction control where the yeah, GT five hundred was asleep. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but to, and, to be honest though, the GM stability control and traction control systems have always been pretty good because those, those yeah those all come directly from the from the Corvettes. Yeah. So the yeah. um, but I had it for the, I had it for like three days before I went to New York, and I put seven hundred miles on it in three days. Yeah. I just I wanted to just keep driving. I just didn't yeah, want to go home. It's I mean, the, it was it was comfortable. It was responsive. It sounded. Oh yeah, I, we, I pulled I pulled the exhaust fuse out. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. pulled out the baffle fuse. Everyone so should do. Which, which is fuse F eight F eight in the ZL one. Yeah, if you have ZL one, pull out fuse F eight in the trunk. I love, and that opens that leaves the baffles open all the time. I love how GM's engineers do that on almost other cars with the with the tu- dual mode exhaust. They they do it. They have the dual mode exhaust on them so that they'll pass the federal yeah, noise regulations. Yeah, yeah. But then they make it so easy to defeat. Good. They're yeah. just like, oh, just pull the fuse. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. of course they should. And I did every other journalist after us a favor by pulling out the fuse and throwing it away. I, I, can't, I, <laughs> I, I hope I find a review that's like. Our baffles were stuck open. We don't know why. It's like I know. Well, it doesn't throw a coat or anything. You never know. But like um, the brakes are a lot better. I mean, both the Shelby and the and the ZL1 had Brembo brakes, but the Brembos and the ZL1 were much better. Yeah, Yeah, they they actually they felt like they worked better once you got them a little hot too. 
I just noticed they had really good feel, and I felt like the yeah. the pressure was very even. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and so I could just modulate it. And, it, was and it was very really linear. Good. You could yeah. tell exactly where you were, and so was the throttle. The throttle, the throttle was like was, a precision instrument yeah. in that car. But you and I noticed because you well you know you have been the rev limiter is like the exhaust is it's loud at like three grand, and it stays. That amount the of same loud. loud, yeah. yeah so yeah. you get to red line if you're not looking at, at the the same thing pack, as, as with go, the CTSV. Yeah. It's that engine. Yeah, the CTSV. You bang the rev limiter all the time because you have no idea. what It the doesn't ever increase are. in volume or change in pitch right. beyond three grand. So it just sounds the same up until the 6500 RPM, which is fine because it sounds ah! good. <laughs> it sounds good. It's just but, an adjustment. Like I'm used yeah. to driving my car where it gets exponentially louder yeah. as you climb in the revs, and that it's just. It's 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 very cool. It's actually very German in the way that it does it. It's yeah. very Mercedes esque. Sounds. Like it is an very. AMG. It sounds like an AMG car, which is a very good thing. And uh, it's just a really. I mean, it. it I want to. I'd want to buy one. I yeah. mean, I don't even. Uh, it literally it changed my mind about what a Camaro could be. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's well, I, so much better than the last SS. What, you know, what, is, what does that say about where Chevy's going? When three years ago the GT500 was well, such a better car than the Camaro, and now it. Yeah, you know what it is? It's GM's performance division that Chevy, in general, I would say, makes some pretty bland cars. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're average cars, they're, from my experience, kind of suck. The Equinox just turns me on. They're, they're, <laughs> every, they're everyman cars. They're not brilliant. They're not awful. They just they're kind just of... They're bland. Yeah, but, they're in the middle. But GM's performance division, when they do the Z06 and the ZR1 and the CTSV and this... They know what they're doing. Even the and those cars SS are all great. Back in the day. I mean, yeah, the Cobalt SS even was, was a yeah. big pile of shit with a great drivetrain in it. Right. Which you know? is kind of what the well. No, the I Z01 wouldn't say the Z01 is a pile okay. of shit. Here, well, my and, thing and, the, and the Cruise is a good The good Cruise is, is a the decent cruise, little car, but it puts you to car, sleep. But, but, but all the cars in that segment kind of put you to sleep. Yeah. But, but I, the Z01 made me – the drivetrain in it was so good that I – Actually, began to overlook the interior. If, yeah. It was yeah. good if, enough that if, I yeah. stopped it, caring it, that the if interior all you care sucked. About right. is how well it drives, and and that's what you do. You do canyons and track days and stuff. Then you will not give a shit about the interior. Yeah. But if you buy it because you want, because I I saw a '68 Z28 yesterday, parked next to it, and I looked at it, and the interior is like exactly the same. Yeah, like yeah. Those square <laughs> gauges, it's yeah. the same fucking car. I hate yeah. those gauges. You never look they're at those. Totally yeah. stupid. Yeah, and and if that's the problem. Is like you know, GM built this thing of like, oh, we're gonna put the nostalgia in it and the heritage. It's like, yeah, but we like that stuff because it's like, oh, look what this museum piece used to yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. not because we still want it. I'd well, like to see a, a heavily reworked interior. For I, that. And, and, yeah. and if you're gonna go with Alcantara, why just staple it on top of plastic? Why not? Yeah, that's go a GT3 little. That's a little cheesy. Yeah, that's dash. a little cheesy yeah. too. I mean, the dashboard is hard plastic. They've got those awful plastic inserts in the doors. Mm-hmm. You know, the switch gear and stuff. Not the shifter, but the the switches and buttons in the Ford are a lot nicer. But. Yeah. The, dri- the the actual driving experience of the ZL1 it, was so much better it than was the GT500. Night and day. I mean, yeah. the the, G- the GT500 is like throwing a two by four through the air. It's got no precision to it whatsoever. It's 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 got some, but there's no. It's it's not a finesse car. It's not a yeah. sports car. Whereas it's a, it's a fucking sledgehammer. The second I got into the ZL1, we go yeah. and we turn out on the street down here. And it's just I could feel exactly where it was doing. The turn in was perfect, yeah. and I could feel exactly yeah. what the throttle was doing. And I kicked it sideways after driving it for twenty seconds. And but all you have, you know, all you have to do between the ZL1 and the GT500 is is drive over one pothole. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> drive over one pothole while on the throttle, 
and that is the entire difference between the cars there. Like the G, the, the GT500 will take a big step sideways when you do that. The ZL1 can't even be bothered by that. No, shit. There it, it is feels a, like an MG in, in LA here. There's a road that runs along the beach behind the airport called Vista Del Mar that is just potholed and just shit. It's kind of steel really plates. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. awful. And I purposely started driving, and one lane is okay, and the other lane is just complete shit that you, everybody tries to avoid. I purposely drove down the shitty lane, and you couldn't feel a fucking thing. Yeah, man. it was. Oh, on, on Vista Del Mar, yeah. where the plates are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't. I couldn't believe how how well the ZL1 took those plates. Yeah, it's you don't even yeah. feel it. It's like it was great. It's. It's like driving like an economy car that's and like tuned for comfort, and then when you get on it, touring it mode up. is the shit. Huh? It has touring. Well, it's touring, touring mode, mode for the street is great. is perfect. Yeah. yeah, and I love the wheels. Um, those yeah. twenty inch wheels with black look awesome. Yeah, the tires are great when they're hot. When they're cold, they're awful. But when you heat them up, when you get some heat in them, they're really sticky. Those Goodyear supercar tires. Um, and uh, it was just a, it was just a lot it's a of fun. It's really yeah. fun to drive. Really, and I think it's a really nice second gear burnout in it. It, it does those very well. Yeah, second it gear likes burnouts all kinds of good. clutch kicks and roll ons. Yeah. And there's there's weird there's burnout marks on the ninety now underneath the four hundred five. Huh. Very weird. Um, Where do those come from? You made a good point. Chris made a good point that like if you're shopping for a base Corvette, why would you buy a base Corvette? I would buy a ZL1 over a base Corvette. Fuck yeah. You're an idiot if you don't do that. I I, I would see on the Corvette forums guys that were selling their base Corvettes and and buying these and GT500s, and I'm like, this doesn't really add up for me. Why wouldn't it add up? You have more power, better suspension, better brakes. And now you drove it. But yes, the, the... if you're leaving them stock, stock and stock, yeah, yeah. the ZL1 is a better car than a base Corvette is. Yeah, yeah it comes with better parts, I would, man. I would buy – my order would be uh, Grand Sport ZL1. I'd rather have a Grand Sport than a, than a, a ZL1. I yeah, think. yeah. It's a better – Because at the end of the day, the Corvette is a better yeah, well, platform I mean, than the Camaro. When you talk about the Grand but, Sport, you're talking about a forged motor – Right. With a dry sump system, right, and big ass brakes on it, right, too. and, and the wider it. body and yeah. chassis know. that's been refined and refined and yeah. refined. Yeah, but I um, you can see things with that windshield. suspension, and I'm I'm it's, I'm feeling confident that the next Corvette will be brilliant. Yeah, uh, I, and I'm really stoked. I think hopefully the next sorry the, the next Camaro Camaro if it shrinks a little bit, but yeah. they keep all that shit under it. it I will be. A but big everyone fan. keeps saying you know it's fat, it's fat, it's fat. It does not feel fat. That car, it no. does not. It doesn't feel... until you, when I got next to other cars. Then I was aware of how big it was. Well, it, yeah, big. But when you're hucking it through, did you go run up and down the snake in that yeah. thing or stunt road? It I doesn't feel. <laughs> it doesn't feel heavy when uh-huh. you're pushing it. Oh, it no, feels it, like it felt like really, a little bit bigger FRS. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe a little more steering feel. I would like the steering feels yeah, okay, slight. but not an A. It's a it's a B solid B, but not an A. I think but, when, I, when I after I driven for a little bit, it felt to me it's like a C63 with more power. It's it was more fun than the C sixty three. I think it rode better than the it C63. does ride better than the C sixty three, and it's a lot faster. Yeah, um, actually, this actually in, the, in corners it is, but I think the straight line is actually very very close. The C sixty three, the AMG with the performance pack, just because of launch control. This thing has fucking a hundred more horsepower. Just because I looked it up, it's just because of launch control. The zero oh, really? to sixty and quarter are real fucking close. Oh, are they? Only because okay. of the launch control and okay. that shit. But in a track, I think a on quarter, a roll it'll take it though. Probably on a highway pull, it'll take. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, then the math just adds up. But also, I mean, even if they're real close, even if zero to sixty and quarter mile, the C sixty three is a little faster. The ZL one we tested was what fifty six grand. Yep. The C sixty three we tested was eighty one thousand yeah. dollars. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? And so you could get a you could get a ZL one, 
and get Hennessy's HPE 700 package, which we drove which and was very nice. But it was, but it didn't feel like it was overpowering the car. The chassis didn't feel overpowered with 700 horsepower in there. Oh, I believe that. So, and still be 15 grand ahead of the Mercedes. Yeah, I that's bet. True. Yeah, I bet you that that Camaro would probably feel pretty good all the way up to like eight or nine. Yeah, and with the 700 horsepower, I ran a, I ran an 11.1 in it. <laughs> yeah. What? But you're no, dr- no, I'm, you're 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 100 right. I'm laughing at like. We all do this where it's like, this car has 580 horsepower. It's really fucking fast, and it's really good. It's like, and then you can take it at 700 horsepower yeah. easily, which we all need. Like, yeah, life I couldn't handle up, that on a track. It? I know I, yeah. I cannot handle 700 horsepower on a road course. I think I think I could I could drive the Hennessy car on a road course. You probably yeah. can because you've driven way more fucking yeah. times than yeah. me. But to your last fun. point, then, then you're driving a Chevy Camaro. You're not driving a Mercedes. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I true. mean, in terms of brand. However, I would say that more people were into... The, the ZL1, and in terms of street street credibility, then we're into the Shelby. Yeah. I got it looks a lot more, more looks, a lot more thumbs-ups, a lot more. It's which is also, interesting because sh- compared to Shelby, like ZL1 is a shitty name. But they've also right? been making Shelby GT500s for a 1,000 years. That's true. And you yep. can't really, unless you know what you're looking at, you really can't tell the difference between a, a yeah, 12 and right. a 13. And I, and I think just in general along the Mustangs is they're much more similar than the ZL1 is versus a regular Camaro SS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. ZL1's got the different fascia on right. it. Now that the, G- the Mustang GTs and even the V6s have the same snout yeah. as the Shelby, it's a lot less distinctive. I think that's that's, that's one of Ford's issues is that they keep taking the high-end parts and filtering them down to the lower-end cars the next year. Which is fine, but it's the high-end styling parts. Well, yeah, and that's like, what, GM yeah. took the, the, the ZL1's chassis and filtered that down to the SS, the whereas Ford took the, the, the Shelby's nose yeah. and <laughs> filtered that down to the, well, to the GT. Well, GM's doing that also. Because I've been, you know, reading this shit uh, last night, and for the 2013, you can get the LE package with the SS. Yeah, the which, one LE. Which yeah, is that is the name. least sexy name for yeah. a fast car. Car and driver made fun of that. You name fucking did a good job hey, I got a one LE Camaro. Like, yeah, the they're, they're fuck like, does why are you mean? calling back a name from the 80s that was a really slow car? Yeah. <laughs> but then, so that car is going to get some of the suspension and underpinnings of the of the, of the ZL1, but it will also get. Like some of the wheels and the front yeah. stuff too. So it's it'll, like it, their version of this, a boss. They're doing the same thing. Well, as, it's going to be like their less motor. It's, it's the Camaro's version of like the Z07 Carbon, to where it gets the it gets some of the better parts from the high right. rank car, but minus but not the supercharger. The right. So and it in theory, the if, if you want a track track Camaro, that's the one to get. I would disagree. I think the ZL1 does really good magnetic in terms of supercharger control. soak and magnetic ride. I don't. I, I I kicked the shit out of a ZL1 at VIR. It was awesome. Right. Well, and and I get that it's just some high end track. Some guys that are really hardcore about it don't like a supercharger. Just well, if it had of, an LS seven in it, I would right. agree. But that LS three in the Camaro SS is yeah, fucking sucks my balls. Well, it's just moving a lot of weight, and it sounds like fucking feces running through a drain pipe. <laughs> I, I haven't drawn, awesome but I read that complaint. The SS like, sounds like sound, shit. They're like Ugh. it doesn't sound like anything. Someone was like, yeah, just you know, just put a pipe on it. Never. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you would. I mean, if you're having track car, massive amounts of anyway. feces. So, <laughs> I think we can pretty much conclude the ZL1 is brilliant. It is. It's a fucking great car. And right? I remember, I don't know, reinvigorated my uh, desire for Chevy. That's for sure. It's a. It's that's a. That is a proper <laughs> enthusiast vehicle. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. And it's and you know what? It makes it would make a great daily driver. I would happily daily drive that. Yeah, car. it's comfortable. It was great on the street. Clutch was easy. Oh, and the other big thing that we didn't touch on for the fucking trunk opening. The, uh, oh yeah, for a similar thing. for a similar car, it gets more than double the fuel economy of the GT500. No, uh, no, it doesn't. it doesn't. 
when no, I was driving. It gets 21 miles per gallon at best. Is and that I what mean, you got on the highway? AC off, 73 miles an hour. That's what you got on the highway? That's the I got 21.1 on the GT500 with AC on... 85 in miles Nevada. an hour cruise control exactly. in Nevada. I had to, you know, I had to coddle it to get that. I think, yeah, on the highway, the GT500 gets better mileage. In the canyons, the ZL1 gets yeah. a little better mileage. Well, well I drove it around. Because it's got the super tall 6 I was gear. driving it around Thaddeus. I used a quarter tank of gas going down Las Flores connecting back out to Mulholland. It Did you? How fast were you going? <laughs> yeah. Proper but I meant, ripping. like, in regular daily driving situations, it was much better than the Shelby as far as... Is um, sipping gas as far. Yeah, it was better from, in the city yeah. than the Shelby was. I can't I judge because when I drove the Shelby around, which was, I didn't drive it a lot, but you were robbing it. Yeah, I mean, I was like, this is. It was like driving an old hot rod. So. Right. I drove the Shelby around for a full day without yeah. romping it. Okay. And not even shifting over three thousand RPM, and I got like ten. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I, I did better in, in the ZL. Whereas I think you can probably eat sixteen or eighteen. There's out, the guy who I met in the canyons who had a ZL one. He picked it up a month ago and he said his overall fuel economy <clears throat> for the his entire month of ownership was yeah. fifteen. Which is better than we were doing in the Shelby. That's impressive. Fifty well, percent yeah. better than the Shelby. Well, if it's your own car, you're <laughs> yeah. not always gonna kick the shit out right. of it. I mean if Well the first press month car, I figured by that you'd be like Yeah, you might want to break it in. I don't know. He's he was he said he was oh, he was driving yeah. it pretty good, but I mean you know, press cars because uh, you know there's f- four of us here. Yeah. We all want to experience it, so we're driving it hard. True. Yeah, you know, not not abusive, but burning more gas. Or it's yeah, funny definitely. out of uh, out of all the press cars that get lent out, I bet you they pick up a lot of wear and tear. Specifically when they oh, come they to said this house. the ZL one. No, not no. Really. did you give it? No, was it car- fucked well, up when you give it back. What was it fucked up when you gave it back? No, I wasn't fine. here to say. No, it. I no, just okay. mean I just mean the fact that there's several guys here that always no the hop mag on the magazine is really fucking killer. car and driver. Do they? The, uh, Aaron was the saying they can't really get Lambos right now. I said why? Like because they know that they're going to give it to us. And we're going to do, you know, 18 0 to 60 launches and 18 0 to 100 launches. And they, they Is that have how many these, they do? 18? I, I'm exaggerating, but I'm yeah. saying, you know, they have to do, they have to get three or five for an average. Yeah. Just to, and they, you know, you look at the page, they have all those stats of yeah, like 20, yeah. 30, 40. So Lambo looks at them and then they look at like Summer Home. Yeah, like well, we can give it to you know Beatrice and we can she'll give drive it, fucking, it around yeah. uh, Scottsdale. Yeah, and some fucking fluff thing. piece on fucking travel yeah. and what it's like to be a baller. Exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, like so, Dub uh, Magazine. Speaking of superchargers, I picked mine up last. Er, oh, did you from Hennessy? Yes, I did. Hennessy supercharger for your Corvette. Yes, I did. When are we putting that on? Uh, probably October, November. So, what are you expecting from that? Seven fifty, seven hundred? Uh yeah, I'm going to do a camshaft and a little bit of motor work on it while okay. I'm uh, while I'm ripping that apart. What cam are you going to get? Um, I might actually. LG get... Motorsports makes a really good cam for that. LG has a good cam. Uh, there's a few different options from the big Corvette shops that I'm looking at. I don't want something that's going to idle. Like shit. No, yeah, it's so annoying. On a so I'm going to go with a mildish cam, and then I got to change out the valve. Well, you springs. want a cam that'll optimize mid-range power and not top-end power. Cause, yeah, you know, with a supercharger, it's not like you're going to be hurting for top-end power. You know right. what I mean? So I put a cam in my Mustang, and it gave me more top-end power, but it robbed me in the mid-range. So unless I was on the dyno <clears throat> or at the drag strip, the car actually felt slower. Yeah, which yeah. sucked. Mm-hmm. That was a fucking. Because V eight usually you don't ring it out all the time. You just run it. No, like so you don't buy a V eight to fucking wind the shit out of it all the time. You yeah. buy a V eight because you want that fat fucking torque band from three to five. Unless grand. you get an M three, then you yeah. have to. Yeah, then you don't have a choice. So yeah, when that's done, it'll probably be somewhere between like six eighty and seven thirty at the crank. Yeah, yeah, that's think, that's good. I'll let yeah. you drive it for a month before I get in the passenger seat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be prepared it's... to go through tires. <laughs> oh yeah, well I mean. 
it's got some big tires on it that are yeah. expensive, so I'm going to try and be gentle because I don't want to be blowing through a $700 set of rear tires every two weeks. Yeah, dear, no kidding. Dear Toyo, would you like to sponsor the Smoking Tire podcast? Yeah. 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 Or for any, real. Or any manufacturer, for that matter. Um, Anybody that makes 335s. Yeah. So I went to New York, and in addition to doing some road testaments, well, I did three road testaments. I did, we did the 10 Cars That Want You Dead, which is up on Drive right now. And then we did the uh, debate on autonomous cars, and are they going to ruin us all with uh, Dan Neal. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's, gonna, that's a good one, actually. Dan yeah. Dan was good on it. And uh, I actually, instead of just being a dick, just like actually made valid points, which is very rare. There's actually, <laughs> I just watched on Netflix right now, there's a really, really great documentary on um, on autonomous vehicles. It was the, Dar- it's called DARPA Challenge, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. And it's a great documentary. And it's basically, and they go into uh, the Carnegie Mellon and the Stanford, you know, teams. I got accepted at Carnegie Mellon. I'm so glad I didn't go there. I know two people who went there and tried. Apparently, uh, it's the most def- fucking pressing. It's a it's a college. Oh. It's like an, engi- an all engineering college. Yeah. Apparently, uh, no one gets laid there ever. No, like it's it, the most depressing school in this. Those are all people it's, that are. Thad's coming back to step in. Is, all that is it all business? No. I, I think we looked at similar <laughs> engineering colleges. Did you go to look at Rensselaer? Poly- yeah. Oh, oh, oh my god. That our, was, fuck that. It's more depressing than RIT. It's yeah. horrible. Piece of advice for our high school age listeners: If you want to be an engineer. And that's cool. I'm down. I know a lot of cool engineers. Do not go to an engineering-only school. Yeah. Because God forbid you do- decide you don't want to be an engineer after freshman year like I did. You're going to want pussy. You'd be fucked. <laughs> There's a lot of regular colleges or regular schools that have good engineering programs as well. That's go to that, one of that those. That said it like if you, if you major in engineering and then you decide to major in pussy instead, <laughs> it's not there for you. There's no transfer program. <laughs> it's... It's fucking. No, yeah. Find yeah. a good, find a school that has. Find a school that has everything. Yeah, yeah. Especially pussy. Find a school that has pussy. Go to well, don't go to ASU because then have, my friend went to all, ASU. All they have is pussy. That's all. Yeah, they have right. no education, just a lot of heat and pussy. You, you major in Valtrex. Amazing, huh? San Diego State was pretty. San Diego good. State, yeah. Uh, friend Southern went to California Santa Clara school? University, no which I heard was awesome. Uh, Santa Cruz, I hear, is a lot of vagina there. Boulder, it, it, much, much vagina. Now. Boulder is excellent. And Wisconsin has a lot of vagina as well. Really? Yeah, University of Wisconsin, Texas. fuck yet. Yeah. Texas, like Oregon. Texas. I went to school in South Florida. So. If you like Jews, you I go. recommend the University of Pennsylvania, which is where I went. There's many Jews. <laughs> and many Jews. <laughs> a bunch of girls are going to go there and be like, I'm going to get an MRS here. So all, all the girls would like doing blow at Penn. Not that that's that unusual for college, but man, do they love blow. Well, it's a uh, wealthy school. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a rich, you rich need You need a little school. money to be able to do a little of the yayo. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess a lot of the kids, that people that were on scholarship saved their money for blow, too. Yeah. And if yeah. like books, <laughs> I mean, no. blow. And uh, I had some friends that went to some uh, expensive high schools in, in like Palm Beach County, and they had huge coke problems there. So, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it just it happens. happens to people. But yeah, they, they, there's a lot of a lot of ganja smoking in Penn too. Someone had fucking commented on the uh, on the the Road Testament video or the Drive Central I just did with Spinelli. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Matt's so fucking baked. He's fuck. Quit smoking weed before you fucking film, idiot." And I'm like, "You're really a bad judge of that because huh? I haven't smoked weed since June. <laughs> I filmed this cop. yesterday. <laughs> like, you're just cop. a fucking retard." Um, oh yeah, so New York. So and we did the autonomous thing, and then I did uh, ten cars that will get you beat up in Texas, which is a great segment. 
Absolutely. Very, yeah, very until enjoyable. you told me about it a little bit, it sounds really funny. It's really funny. Legit. And uh, we'll, we'll, that'll be in Road Testament in a couple weeks. And then we got... Uh, we drove McLaren. I drove the McLaren. Yeah, I drove the MP4 the 12C. I guess I, we just talk about that, uh, right? I've been waiting on that car. Cooper I, Spider. Uh, the coupe. The, they don't have Spider spiders that uh, are drivable yet. I mean, they are drivable, but I, not by right. fucking some ass. They had like one me. at Pebble, but all it did was open and close the roof. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a press car. Gotham Dream Cars got one, and I went to fucking go drive it there because, you know, GothamDreamCars.com. If you would like to rent this McLaren uh, MP412C, 2500 bucks a day gets you a $279,000 supercar. Um, okay, so... Someone commented on the on Facebook because we put up on Facebook. They were here. Um, wait, what was on? What was the question? Talk about it as much as possible. Uh, Zach Sottlemyer said that. Wait, no. Someone says, uh, "Where is it?" So, uh, uh, someone basically said, "Like, is it boring? Like, is it is it as boring as I think it'll be?" How the answer to that question is fuck boring. no. It is not boring by any standard of measure. This car is absolutely incredible because it is possibly the only supercar I've ever driven that I would really want to get in and go cross country in it. Really? I'd, I would go cross country in this fucking thing, no problem, I mean, all day long. You're not going to have a hard time getting me excited about it. I love this fucking car. No, it's amazing. I so it, getting in and out of it is a little tricky because the doors go up and the sills. But once you're in it, it's yeah. extremely comfortable. The seats are great. I can sit straight up. My head is a couple inches off the roof still. Um, everything is, is driver-focused. I mean, everything. Um, it's weird when you get in a car that's made by a completely new manufacturer because you know, even cars like the four five eight, which are all new cars, you, you get in it and there's you, there's a little bit of Ferrari familiarity to it. There's nothing familiar about about the McLaren uh, the MP4 because it's it's completely new. Yeah. Um, but it feels very cohesive. It's very well put together. The build quality is amazing. Um, People say it doesn't sound good. I, I don't know what the fuck they're uh, no. talking about. I think it sounds, they, it sounds I awesome. I think they changed it. I think if you if you start reading reviews when they were first coming out for press cars, oh. a lot of magazines were saying, like, this is too quiet, it's yeah. too quiet. And they kept saying, oh, well, the exhaust is still in Did development. Did they change some things before that? And I think they kept tweaking things. Okay, because it, sounds, it yeah. sounds awesome. I yeah. mean, it's it's... You know, nothing will ever sound like a flat plane crank, you know, in a Ferrari. You just... Unless you make a flat plane crank car, it won't sound like yeah. that. But... Small bore V8, which is Doesn't just a was naturally. It, was this a 2013 with the the retune? It is auto tune. It is, it is no, a it's a it's a 12, but it has the update in it. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, it's a 12. It has the update. So, um, it, it the small bore V8 sounds really cool at idle. It's it makes a very kind of. Um, there's a car that it sort of sounds. It's got this really even hum to it. Um, and I can't fucking it's think that, of what it's it is that right now. Precise mechanical. You know, hum to it. It's They're like a, like a fucking race car. It, yeah, it's sort of race. It's sort of race car-y, but more more subdued. Oh god, I'm trying to think of the car it's, it most sounds like right now. There's a good video um, that's it's deep in our site somewhere. I'll post it with this podcast. But there's they have the, they interviewed the guy that tuned the exhaust for the for the McLaren. Yeah, it's uh, very cool because he's in a yeah. sound booth. And he's got all these like tubes and pipes. Yeah, and then he actually has he shows the, the video people like uh, he has like three programs. That changed the sound. Like he's like, well, you could do this way. I this know what way, it sounds like. It sounds like a Koenigsegg. If you've ever heard a Koenigsegg run, it sounds like that. That's impressive. Yeah, 
and it's when you get on it, it's got the turbo spool. Um, nice. It winds high as shit and winds like eight thousand something RPM. Um, you know the the gauges are are really neat. It's it the controls are very different. You know, how, like you get into a fucking Range Rover and you're like, where is everything? I have no idea how to operate. It's sort of like that. You have to like take ten minutes and like play with buttons to like figure out what stuff does because it's not like they're using the software out of a BMW or you know the the iDrive or or whatever you know yeah. from another car it's all unique stuff but with that the ergonomics are laid out the ergonomics are great I mean, when, yeah you when, just have when, to figure we out where release, shit is yeah when we went yeah. to the release a couple years ago and sat in and it was just Oh, it's amazing. Phenomenal. It's but amazing was, to sit in it. That was where they spent a significant time of R&D with Lewis Hamilton, apparently, is they sat him in that car for months going, we need to get this perfect. Yeah, yeah. Get back in the chair, Lewis. Um, <laughs> so, I have to go I, to know, the bathroom. I started, no! off, <laughs> I started off by, by driving it slowly through town to get out to some good roads and automatic mode, you know, suspension, tour, whatever. And it's amazing how good this car is on bumpy roads. I mean... The, for the no sway bar thing and the suspension yeah. and the geometry of it and the way this car uh, not quite rolls ro- I, I would say the Camaro ZL1 on tour tour mode okay. yeah. it's like Ooh. that over bumpy Pretty roads good. Good. really oh, really good by the way Mr. Thaddeus Brown has joined us on his 30th birthday yes happy birthday, happy birthday sir happy we started birthday. off the the podcast you weren't here by playing doing the Renault F1 car playing oh, his birthday nice yeah very good um, it's also Tim's birthday, but yes, we did is, we so. covered that already. Perfect. Um, <laughs> doing laundry, running around. Yeah, so it's it's really smooth um, uh, over bumpy roads, and then the roads start getting good. You put it in sport. Um, I'm glad it's not stick. I like the paddle shift thing is really fast. It's, it it w- seems to suit that car. It's the only yeah, one of these people say, you know, when you drive the car, that th- there's no torque interruption between shifts. This is the first one I've ever driven where there's really no torque interruption between shifts. I mean, you mat it and you're shifting through the gears and there's no – your head doesn't even move in between gears. It's no – Jesus. It's almost like driving a, a fucking CVT. If right. you're wearing earmuffs and couldn't hear the engine – and you know what I mean? And sitting in the passenger seat, you would think you were in a CVT. But car. there is an audible change. Well, you can hear. You it. can still hear. Yeah, it. you can hear okay, it. But good. in your body, like yeah, yeah, in your body, there's no. In fact, there's a little bit of blow off noise. Cool. Just a little bit. Yeah, I have heard a little, little bit of blow off noise. Which the is nice. route that I usually go on my bike ride uh, several times a week, there is a dark gray MP4 that drives yeah. by me at the same time every day. You can always, and he's always. Hauling ass up the hill, and I can always hear just just a little. It's bit not of like the super. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I bet there's someone named Ben Chen who will probably buy one of those and then put like a tile sequential yeah. on it. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is ludicrously fast. I mean, does it? I, well, you just kind of answered the question. It feels as fast, even though you don't. Get oh, it's that. fuck. It it feels like. Remember when we drove the Panamera Turbo S and we were commenting how every horsepower, you can feel it go from the engine through the transmission to the tires to the ground? It's like that, but more of it. That's good. Like, there's there's none of this noise followed by power. It's, It's all happening at the same time. And, like, it's fucking stupid fast. Like and like and this is from someone who just drove you know an 1100 horsepower GTR and shit. This thing, it's 592 horsepower, which sounds, I hate to say it, like not all that much by today's standards. But 
but it is ludicrously fast, and it's every bit of used. that power makes it directly to the ground. But that car only comes in at like twenty nine hundred pounds. Right? Yeah, it's uh, it's thirty two. I think is it thirty two? Yeah. Aren't they really made under three thousand pounds anymore? Yeah, I think it's like Lotus, but um, that yeah. new Golf eventually. This yeah. Let me look up. I don't, I don't want to get. But our, it's light. We can't be getting our facts wrong in this shit. Oh wow. Fact checker. 2,868 pounds. You're kidding. Well, that really explains that why it's so goddamn fast, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really... It's And I used... Uh, I launched it. I used launch control. I've never felt a rear-wheel drive car launch that hard. I mean, the GTR... The, the Schweitzer GTR, yes. You know, four-wheel burnout, yeah, madness. Yeah. It's cheating. This thing, zero wheel spin, zero drama... Just dump the pedal and fucking go, and you're, awesome. just, you're just gone. Well, I think I really love about this is that they looked at they looked at suspension and they went, "We've been doing it wrong for the last 100 years." They're like, "We don't need sway bars. We're doing sway bars to make up for shitty designs." Kind of, yeah. And I think that probably goes into why um, part of the oh, reason now why they have the hydraulic so level, the hydraulic right? thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, so that's not it's not that we've been doing it wrong. It's if you went to 1912 and said, "Can you make hydraulic sway bars?" <laughs> the guy would be like, eh, "You know, what are you no, talking make, about? Make this magnetic fluid, then yeah. we'll control how yeah. fast hey, it goes put through that guy with the, the voltage." Bin. What? You know. Well, yeah. I, but that's what engineering <laughs> is. Engineering is working around limitations that you have, and they've gone well. We can fix this now. What's Why are we step? still doing it the wrong way? It's a better yeah. hammer. Well, it's the same way magnet. Yeah, exactly. Magnetic, magnetic, magnetic ride control. This, I think, this is the magnetic ride control of sway bars. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it handles. I mean, you know, amazing. Poorly, I'm tons sure. of there's tons of grip. The <laughs> so steering feels really good. The turning radius is great. Um, the the steering rack is really quick. You could you could daily drive it. I'm telling you, you could oh, daily drive it. it. No What's problem. What's rear visibility? Yeah, Fine, actually. You know what? It has the these rear three quarter windows right behind the the, the side windows, mm-hmm. so the, there's like no blind spot. Nice. The visibility straight out the back isn't great, but it's got a backup camera. Um, and you're leaving everyone behind you anyway, uh, dude. I merged onto the Palisades Parkway in second gear and fucking mad at it. Wow, does it? I mean, I I. I Palisades Parkway is like a fifty mile an hour highway. I hit like hundred and seventy on it. Allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> I mean it's it's unbelievably fucking fast, and it's got one. the air conditioning controls are on the doors, so the driver and passenger have their own air conditioning oh, controls, nice. Nice. which cool. is pretty cool. That's cool. Um, the the blinker and windshield wiper stalks are like a thin, just a very thin piece of like magnesium or something. Awesome. It's like they're real. They must weigh half an ounce. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, they're added. super cool, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, um, you know, no door handles. You just brush in, brush your hand over yeah, the, yeah. the hood, sco- uh, the the underside of the side scoop. There, mm-hmm. you really have to slam the doors hard to close them, which is a little disconcerting actually at first. Like you actually Wait. have to fucking. <laughs> because if if someone shit. saw me doing it on a video, they'd be like, "What the fuck, man? Be gentle." But like that's how you have to do it. Yeah, and we don't want to listen to those fucking idiots anyway. Yeah, because they're retards. Yeah, so um, for your three hundred grand, four five. I would is, someone uh, who said uh, Matt Corwin. Said, if it's my money, would I take a McLaren over a 458? I would. I definitely uh, would. Yeah. This, this thing wow. is not... I mean, t- two years ago, I thought the 458 was like the second coming of Christ. You yeah. know what I mean? This I feels still do like because a, I haven't driven the MP4. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the MP4, one, to me, feels like a better car. It's got vertical doors. Love the, love the fucking cool. doors. Yeah. It's uh, better on the street than the 458. According to Ferretti at Gotham Dream Cars, who is the... Ultimate litmus test of supercar reliability. Um, the 458 really 
shows signs of wear after a certain number of miles, whereas the McLaren is, is holding up much better. Hmm. Um, How many miles are on that car right now? The McLaren? 7,700. Okay. But, pretty, pretty I mean, new, but... McLaren is the, one of the great names in automotive engineering. I mean, everybody yeah. goes to McLaren to have them help figure shit out. And so th- none of this surprises me. No, what's really cool about the McLaren, actually, is that for all the, the technological shit in there, the actual experience of driving it feels very analog. That's it doesn't good. feel like like the GTR where like you hear that chattering in the clutches yeah. and and you can when in the corner you feel power being shuffled around weird places and the GTR they got that fucking weird sound to it you know and this computer fucking telemetry things happen the experience of driving the McLaren is is a very analog one it feels like you're in a light car with great steering and a great transmission and you're stuck to the road and you know, and when you're sitting still or in traffic, it, it feels like a special place to be. It's neat. What's the, the like how's it. the steering compared to something else? Uh, like full, like the M6 on full Sport Plus was weighted. The I M6 think. felt artificially heavy on okay. Sport Plus. This feels what, like old. You drove the four five eight, didn't it? It's kind of yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah, it's, good. it's sort of like that. It's when you put the the stuff, you know, it, it just weights up nicely. Yeah, it loads. Up. I mean, it's a light car, yeah, yeah. so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really need. It feels it feels good, you know. And, and I love McLaren, and I really, really want to spend some time with an MP4 at some point. The only thing that I will begrudge against them for all the supercar manufacturers, they have the worst logo ever <laughs> on a fucking car. Yeah, but they do a good job of like incorporating it into the car itself. The Everywhere. headlights and the scoops yeah. and stuff. It's a pretty That's horrendous true. name for a car, too. Yeah. Yeah. Letters and There's numbers. That. I, I wish it looked better. I think well, would you, yeah, you would you I think it looks McLaren, fucking though. great, man. I'd like a little more aggressive in the front bumper, yeah. but from the side and the back, it looks really good. I agree. It's clean. Yeah. There were a bunch um, running around Pebble Beach. It was nice seeing them. They're cool looking. Yeah, I don't really I, I've don't seen like more of them on the road. The packaging of the engine is great. It's really low, really in the middle, and fuck, you'd be that engine's only a couple inches off the ground. It's fucking cool. How's maintenance Damn. on something like that? I think it's, it's probably standard. Well There's no like majors like Ferrari has. Like there's, there's no yeah. Bugatti where you have to take shit. it apart and cut it. Yeah, in no. Half and the one I drove had, had steel to... brakes, not ceramics. Oh, that's cheap. The steel brakes were great. I couldn't believe how well those fucking things worked. Well, were we talking about that? Where like race teams prefer steel brakes because they don't explode the way carbon ceramic yeah. does yeah. for like I mean, long ass uh, races. He, you know, uh, if I was going to buy one for myself, I'd probably buy the ceramics just to have them. But the steel brakes felt really good in that car. Yeah. Well, and, and I remember listening to a McLaren engineer talk about it, and uh, somebody was asking him, "Well, does this require special service intervals and everything?" He's like, "No, nah, we built it like a regular car." He's yeah. like, "You can service you it like you would a Camry." The, yeah, you just change the oil and tires and brake pads I, and whatever. I mean, we'll know in, the, in a year or two if that's true or not. Because yeah, it's I mean, still who knows about the really long term reliability of it? VA, but you know. Well, I, but that's 7, the thing miles with a lot of these high-end cars is that's the dirty little secret is that they true. won't tell you is that, oh, it's going to be 18 grand to service it every year. That's well, true. look, the other dirt, you know, uh, we're talking uh, we're talking about a car that has 4,000 rental miles on it already, yeah. Yeah. right? So they picked this car up with 3,000 miles on it. It's got 7,600 on it now. Yeah. Usually the that, you know, yes, the, they maintain <laughs> their cars well at Gotham, but – these are rental cars, so usually by these this kind of mileage, they'll start to show a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, here and there. Nothing on this one. I mean, yeah. nothing. It was well, fucking rock solid. This I, car. And I kind of expect that though, because McLaren has everything to prove with this model. 
because yeah. this is their first mainstream. It's the Lexus LS four hundred yeah. of supercars. Yeah, they have to play this yeah. one up for everything that's worth because the entire market's going to judge right. them forever on this. Well, and it, watch pe- people should watch if they haven't yet that the drive video where they went to the factory. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Really great video. The car after watching awesome. that video and driving the car, the car feels to drive like it would have come from that, that factory. Yeah. That place is just amazing. you know. Whereas the Ferrari factory has like trees in the middle of it. This place yeah. is like fucking surgical. That's mm-hmm. that's how the car. But well, anyone who says that, that this car crazy. is like devoid of emotion or anything like that, I think they're full of shit. I think they just need an argument. You know what I mean? And they're really oh, fishing for one. Does it? it you know? Because it doesn't sound like a Ferrari, but that doesn't mean it doesn't sound cool as hell. It makes yeah. really cool noises to me. Ferraris sound like Ferraris. If you ever heard a cone, it, it, it sounds like that. Way. It sounds fucking pretty badass. Cone takes some badass. I mean, would I mind it if it was a little bit louder? No, I wouldn't mind. It's but if easy, I though. aftermarket, yeah, I mean, I you bet can it put flames like a motherfucker with an aftermarket. Yeah, market, if you take so. the cats out of it, I'm yeah. sure it shoots fire. Yeah, you call someone like I don't know MTM or um, I don't know who. But someone on Facebook who a was crop of it, will make an exhaust. Oh, for there you go. So we got to find a tuned one, is what you're EBI saying. EBI. Someone be. wanted us to uh, to talk about the new McLaren that's coming out. I don't even know the fucking name of the thing, the prototype. What uh, the hell? The P12 oh, yeah. or something? But the F1 successor. Yeah, yeah. The F1, it's uh, supposedly like 980 horsepower, curs, yeah. you know, under 3,000 pounds, sort of similar-ish looking to the MP4, but more uh, exaggerated uh, with scoops and things like that. After driving the MP4, I am excited. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've driven an, F, an F1 before, and that, that's a, probably the best thing I've ever driven. The funny thing, I think uh, McLaren is definitely going right after Ferrari. I mean, they're squaring off head-to-head on stuff. Could and be. I'm seeing more MP4s now that I'm seeing Ferraris around L.A. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I see a lot of I, them. I think, you know, the, the successor, whatever they call it, is, is of course, going to be amazing because they, they built the F1. The MP4 is incredible. It's performance. Whatever you think about how it sounds or looks, it doesn't even matter. Like, it performs incredibly. So this is going to be amazing. I mean, mean, we have a question on Facebook from Brandon Marshall who said, we've heard from some of the tuners that we've had that uh, they mentioned that they're tuning MP4s. Uh, With such a well-built supercar, and I agree it is well-built, what modifications would be best for it and not to over-tune it? This is a good question. I mean, everyone's Um, going to ask for more power. That's what everyone's going to do. I mean, a little, a a, a mild flash... You know, this car is 2,800 pounds. It doesn't need a zillion horsepower, you know, so yeah. a Another flash, 50 or 100 on a that's going to be a big difference. A little bit of a louder yeah. exhaust. Yeah. Um, you basically do you stage know. two. You do you, you get a tune Basic and shit. exhost, and that's it. A, I don't a think slightly reworked front bumper. From what I've read on the wing. suspension, I don't think there's a lot of room really to improve the suspension. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't fuck with it at all. I don't think anyone would know no, how to would, improve that because that's very that. brand new shit, and they'd be like, yeah. why are there hydraulics? Where's the sway bar? You know, if you took that yeah. in somewhere. I, and don't put bigger turbos on it because you're just an asshole. Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. That's too much. Some the only put the, a, some, I put a 77 millimeter turbo on my McLaren. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe some people might bore it out and get the displacement up a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's one of those things that they know, might man. do when people really start digging into it. But, guess, um, but that's gonna be, I mean that, you're, that's on the level of like you know there's how many companies tune Ferraris? What Navitech one? Yeah. I mean yeah. that's what you're looking at. It's not. You can't just bring it down somewhere and have them bore it out. Yeah. I would not fuck with that. Um, what time are we at right now? 40? 47. All right. Let's take a break. I want to have a cigarette. We'll come back. We'll talk about some tuned. Talk about uh, – take some more questions from Facebook. I got some Twitter questions. Talk about – yeah, and uh, how much my balls are itching right now. All right. All right. 
I used to think my old truck had enough torque, but that was before I had to stop a runaway aircraft carrier from destroying a church full of kittens. What is that a commercial for? This guy made a joke. He was making fun of truck commercials, and I, I found it when I was making fun of the Toyota pulling the NASA thing. Oh yeah, and he just he calls it the uh, Ford F nine thousand Super Phallus pickup truck commercial. Oh yeah, and it's just you know driving through mud and all that shit. It's really um, funny. It just goes on for like four minutes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's way. I had one more thought about the McLaren, and then I will, uh, and then we'll do plug some shit and move on. I drove <clears throat> my Vanquish to Gotham to drive the McLaren. Nothing will make your supercar feel old and like a dinosaur like driving a mclaren and then getting back in it <laughs> the fucking vanquish felt so old after that i was like so uh, this is the one percent white, problem. White, white people <laughs> problems white people problems that was the best comment on your face so, about that. yeah yeah no i mean i love that car and after a few minutes i appreciated it again but damn mclaren back to 2003 vanquish that is an old car english You're, all around though uh, not really. Well, yeah. I mean, English except for the Ford engine, the Tremec transmission, the Brembo brakes, the Jaguar it's radio, the Volvo vents, the I Ford meant Explorer the key. Marks were English. <laughs> the Taurus <laughs> window controls. <laughs> no, those are from uh, those are from something else. Those are like they're not Ford. The, the window switches are not Ford. Really? They're not. No, they're from something else. I mean, I don't um, give a fuck. I like so if you have there. a supercar, don't drive another supercar unless you can afford it. Well, I, when I originally <laughs> reviewed the 458, I said if you you know if you own a 430 right now, you probably really like it. Don't go drive the 458 because it'll make your 430 feel like shit. Right. Same thing. Fail. But, yeah, anything new. But then I took the Vanquish to my boy Mike's wedding where I was the best man and gave a speech about us almost dying in the desert, and, and I got a standing ovation. You can see that story on Speed Channel. Yeah. That was uh, the Explorer Expedition. It was guy. the Expedition story. Yeah, yeah I told yeah, that yeah, story in story. front of 200 people, and uh, I was drunk, and, um, and I, got a, I got a standing ovation for it. Um, the MC at the wedding, I was, like, going to do the speech, and the, there was, they had, like, an MC, because I guess weddings have MCs, and uh, he was like, you ready? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you got your speech? And I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, where, where is it? I'm like... I mean, where is it? He's like, well, where's the the paper? I was like, paper? Yeah. What do I need do paper? this for a living, What asshole. do I need paper for? And he's like, you didn't write your speech down? And he like, start, I could see in his eyes, he was like starting to freak out. And I was like, no, I didn't write it down. Why would I write it down? Yeah. I was like, I was there. <laughs> what did I write it down for? And the guy was like freaking out. I was like, just give me the microphone, man. Like, don't worry about it. And I, I did it. And I got a standing ovation. And then I gave the microphone back to the MC. He's like, Wow, that was that was good. <laughs> and the um the f- wedding photographer's assistant was like a big fan, and when he rolled up, he was like, and then he was like in awe. And uh, I I used to be a photographer's assistant, and so when I left, I was like, get out while you can. <laughs> and he's like, I actually applied for an internship with JF, and he didn't get back to me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know that guy. I heard about this email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But no, that's that's definitely the way to do the uh, the best man speech because I had to do that several years ago. Yeah, freewheel it drunk. Oh yeah, Absolutely. you don't go in there and write everything down. I mean, no. I was sitting. We're getting ready right before the wedding. Everybody's getting dressed and everything, and I'm just taking like a couple of one liner, like little notes of just points I want to hit, yeah. just so that they're fresh in my head. Yeah. Then you get up and just bullshit. Otherwise, it comes off as just this wooden fucking. Yeah. Thing. The, the maid of honor wrote, yeah. read a whole like four. They page always thing. do that. It's always like yeah. I've known Susan yeah. for yeah. nine years. It was actually actually because uh, her, but then the, when John the bride's came sister the was the best, was the maid of honor, and yeah. she's like a legally married lesbian, and so it was a whole bunch of things like when we were growing up, like I, I, I was so excited to have a little sister because I thought she'd want to play GI Joes with me, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> and then she started liking boys and wanting to kiss them, which was like so gross. It was like it was actually really <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> I was impressed. But, and that's the other thing too is don't be afraid to take a couple of quick swipes at at whichever party is your friend, whether it's the groom yeah, or yeah, the bride. Yeah, yeah. just no, do it. Was, yeah. It was it yeah. was good. Um, no, the the key is to wing it drunk and not talk about the bride. Yeah, just say she's yeah. great. And I leave said it at I that. said one sentence about <laughs> about the bride. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Although but, I think uh, if you're a bridesmaid, the bride's probably fair game. Yeah, yes, probably. Right, yeah, probably. Uh, let's plug some shit. But uh, not the drunk guy going. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Smoke Tire Forum is active. That it is. Um, it's very do we, is there? A, do we have a link from the Smoke Tire yet? No, I'm going to. Uh, we're going to sit down and we're going to fix that. Right, we have to. We have to arrange some things on the back end with our website for that. But for now, it's threadlines.com/slash/the-smoking-tire for our forum. Uh, Chris and Tim wrote the software for it, and so we're going to. We're going to talk more about the forum in a minute, but uh, that's our forum. You can log in using Google, Facebook, or Twitter. You don't need to make a new account, so log in and talk to us about things. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the Smoking Tire, uh, and on Facebook uh, slash the Real Matt Farah, and us on Facebook slash the Smoking Tire. So much social fucking media. Um, read the shit we write on the Smoking because it's funny, and Zach gets very angry. Uh, season finale of Dry of uh, Tuned on Drive is up right now. Uh, the uh, Turner Motorsports Frozen Gray M3 Streetcar and Continental Series BMW winning. Uh, wait, the Continental Series winning BMW M3 race car. Uh, we got Dylan Optics, the best sunglasses in the fucking world. We just sent all our Dylans back to get refurbished because we kicked the shit out of them and they're all scratched because we've been wearing them everywhere for the last two years we're getting all new dylan optics and if you buy a pair we will send you a free smoking tire t-shirt if you use the link on the smoking tire.com uh mr ticket if you have legal troubles in california amanda Bynes probably needs mr ticket because that Matt bitch is Farah probably needs mr ticket i use mr ticket that's why i'm plugging him right now www.4mrticket.com he will get you out of all your uh california legal problems what else do we have? Uh, PlaySeatUSA.com with the PlaySeat Top Gear Ripoff Power Lap Board here. Tim, you, have you run a lap yet? I have not. Okay. Top three laps still on the board. Zach is unbeaten with a 258. Uh, I remain second place with a 300. And Jason Thorgelson, photographer, is still in third with a 301. Someone came in close, though. Um, Nick Steinman came and talked a bunch of shit. Oh, when was Nick Steinman here? Oh, he was yeah, here when I was gone. Ago. Oh, yeah. So he ran like a 302. So that's good enough for fourth place, is it not? Uh, that is good enough yes. for fourth place. It is. Fourth place! We need magnetic things. We can just... Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, if you to want, really rip uh, off the leaderboard. Yeah. yeah. If you want a play seat set up of your own, if you're a, a gamer, uh, if you go to PlaySeatUSA.com and use the discount code IREADTST in all caps, 10% off your order. 
And what else we got to plug? Ammo NY Sizzle. Oh, yeah. Ammo Auto Care. Larry from Drive Clean's uh, custom uh, uh, car care products are now available via a discount from the Smoking Tire. If you uh, click on the banner ad on thesmokingtire.com for ammo, you get a discount. There's a discount code on the banner. It's just TST, I believe. Yeah, I think so. And 10% off your order from ammo. If you want the best detailing products money can buy. It smells good, too. It smells it's, good, it's too. If you, if you use the quick detail, like normally quick detail, you spray on, you wipe, and it's like you can feel how thin it is. Yeah. It's just basically alcohol. But like his stuff, which he talks about, is you start rubbing it, and it like resists, and like it almost feels it's like, like it's actual wax. On. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're rubbing wax. It's, it's got some like texture. It's cool. Yes. Larry, Larry's got a new section on the smoking tire forum, too. Oh, a detailing, detailing section on the yeah. forum. Right. Uh, and Ask what else? Do you plug anything else? Questions. Plug anything else right now? No. Uh, I'm on the road testament for the next two weeks on drive. Uh, talking about autonomous cars and 10 cars they'll get you beat up in Texas. And that's about it for now, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Big Muscle comes back in October. Yeah. Ride yeah, Apart comes yeah. back in October. I think it does. I think Ride Apart comes back in October. Seems like it does. And, um, yeah. So, uh, what do we want to talk about? The forum? Yeah, there's there's a couple the topics that were going on in the forum that were... So, the forum, you, we, you got, why did you guys want to make new forum software? Uh, well, the thing is, is that, you know, forums are old. Forums have been around actually before what we know as the internet. They were called message boards and you used to dial into people, people's dial shit. It. Yeah, literally. I mean, that's what people would have banks of modems and they do that shit. So that turned into what we all kind of know as forums now. And, and, you know, we, I think we're all familiar with like V Bulletin and PHPBB, which is like. V Bulletin is the worst. Yeah. And we found that there was a big hole in the market. For kind of a more modern implementation of forms, V Bulletin doesn't really address uh, a lot of the social media stuff. You've got to find somewhere to host your pictures. You've actually got to do like embed code and all that shit. And we yeah. said it's been and it's been that way since I got yeah. as far as I can remember from 2000 when I joined all the Subi forms. And I went back to one and sent it to my parents the other yesterday to explain what we we're doing. It's exactly the same. Yeah. So we said there's a big room. There's there's a lot of room here to fix this and make it more modern and make it just easier for your average person to use. And then one of the first things it did was make it so that you can just log in with Twitter, Facebook, or Google so that you don't have to have multiple accounts for different sites and things like that. You have one account and you're just in. Yeah, we all belong to five, ten different forms yep. and it's such a pain in the ass to try to remember all that stuff. How yeah. many bullshit emails did you get today for your birthday of like, Raptor Forum says, happy birthday. Exactly. I got from like Sport Bike Colorado the, the other day that was like, we haven't seen you in a while. Like, where you been, man? Hey, buddy. Bullshit. I'm not answering your phone it's Like, call. I was in the hospital and then I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. And that's the we're not going to spam you. Yeah. yeah. But no, there's just as Chris said, there's just a huge opportunity to really bring this into the modern era, and it's kind of ridiculous that it hasn't been done done so before. And Chris is a coding genius, so what better guy to get behind the product, you know? Yeah. So we've basically made this platform where you can start up a forum, and uh, doesn't cost you anything. We host it all. Uh, you can literally get a site up and going in five minutes. We're still in beta right now, uh, Spoken Tire, as you may or may not We are going to make it prettier. We know it's not pretty yeah. yet. It's it's getting prettier a little bit day by day, and there's more features being built every day, mm-hmm. um, literally spending 18 to 20 hours a day on it. But it's uh, it's growing quickly, and I uh, love seeing everybody come in and participate. It's It's been great talking to the fans. Uh, and keep keep sending us your feedback, too. Isn't there there's a thread for that, feedback right? Thread. You yeah. Know. yeah, and we want to do it because yeah. what? It's a good response so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. 
I mean, we've only been online for a week, and we're well over 100 users at this point. Oh, nice. So, I think oh. it's great because you know we always like Facebook. You people go on and ask Matt a question, and and that you know, and it gets tailed down. But I think all those people they'll get in like arguments with each other, and now this is their place. They can also go. You know, you or you guys fans can go and talk to each other and bring up your own subjects, post cars you see. Like you know, it's not just. To, to go and like uh, question and answer stuff. question and answer shit yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. you know and make it a form and we're it, all there we're all on it all the time because we like this shit too yeah. I mean so we are users but yeah. no in the, in the bigger picture I mean basically it's just an interest based community and we're obviously all car guys and that's where we're starting because that's what we know and that's what we love but down the road in addition to all the features that Chris has been talking about we're going to expand out into I mean, wouldn't it be annoying if you if your first forum was like a Kim Kardashian fan forum? <laughs> you would fucking kill yourself if you had to moderate that shit. Home and garden. Well, I mean, automotive. Hey, I mean, automotive is fun. We, no, Tim and I went to a convention a few months ago where it was all these different guys that own forums. I'd say was it just people arguing constantly? Pretty much. It, it, it was the real life interpretation of a yeah. forum. Was it really? <laughs> That, it, it was great. just as disgruntled and Can we do a skit where it's like YouTube comments come to life? Someone just oh. walks in and goes, faggot! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one guy walks through the door good. and just goes, first! Yeah. <laughs> Someone did that. I'm actually, I want to call this guy out because I'm actually mad at him. You Josh Harrison put number one on when I said we're podcasting, ask questions, and he put number one. How fucking old are you? Sorry. 12. He's 12. He better be. Is he really? He's 12. <laughs> I only know because... He spent some time in my van recently. So, Matt, ah. we got a guy on the forum that's looking for a car for his dad. I got a 94 uh, Volkswagen Golf for sale. $1,000. <laughs> you you got to hear this kid's criteria, though. Okay, what's his, car, right. what's his criteria? Because this is like Zach, the magic car. All right. I'm helping my dad choose a car. Tyler Sorensen. Uh, I'm helping my dad choose a new car for him to purchase. Currently, he owns a 08 535XI and has a ton of issues with it. I'm going to list some requirements, but please do list some options. Has to feel small and sporty. Needs all-wheel drive. Can't be Cadillac, Buick, Mercedes. Needs at least 300 horsepower. Needs to blend sport and comfort well. Needs to be a 2 plus 2 coupe or small sedan. Needs to have full leather. Needs to be new. Needs to have room for some options. Can't be more than 60 grand. Reliability is somewhat important. Can I have a Venn diagram? This is the fun part. (laughs) So far, we've been considering... Because those are actually fairly legit requirements. So far, I'm thinking Audi S4, BMW 335. Well, he said they looked at Audi S5, the new 335X drive, and Uh the Lexus GS all-wheel drive, but can't decide. Okay. So that's where he's at. But... He's already having problems with the 535XI, and I've heard that He's having problems with the 08, which probably has sixty or 70,000 miles on it. Uh, but wasn't the N54 engine supposed to have, like, some issues? So why yeah, would like you, the why would you get the first generation of them, they've, they've worked on that since then. Okay. Just, yeah. That, that well, if he has a problem with the N54 engine, then get the Audi S4 or right. S5. That's, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. The S4 or S5 will be nice. Yeah. But if he, if he needs the back seat... You want the S4 because totally. I had the S5 and it's it's small back there. Yeah. But aside think, from that short lift, you got a short list. You got to you got to let some of those criteria. go. Wait, were there more requirements there? You said here's where it gets fun, and then we started talking. We, I was said, there more? Uh, well, he's eliminated Mercedes no, no, no. right off the bat and no, Caddy no. and. Well, that's okay because. Yeah, why would he buy yeah, a Buick? That's very true. Um, it, well, his old man has this thing. He's saying that his dad doesn't like either of those brands because they're old man cars. Yeah, that's yeah. It's actually this, which is funny because his dad's right. probably an old man. <laughs> that's uh, the problem with Buick. Even old men don't want to drive a fucking old man. Yeah, but car with now. Caddy and that's Mercedes too. That's what well, he said. His dad owned a bunch of those, so he's, yeah. he looks at it. And he's like, "Oh, that's the that's the car I rode in as a kid." It's just well, like, I would, you know, 
Not a CTS. Uh, the the S4. No, yeah, it's not yeah, all-wheel yeah. drive. Yeah. And it's also over sixty grand. But that's what I said about the the Hyundai, the R spec. The yeah, Genesis R spec. It's not all-wheel. Not drive. all-wheel that, drive. That's what I'm saying. You got to no. get something up. And it's all. That's also not. He said small. He said he wants to make it feel small. The R spec does not really feel small. Audi S4 is or S5 is probably yeah. a good decision. The, the 335 has been refined pretty nicely. Um, uh, what else can you get? That's 300 horsepower or more. Uh, I was you hoping get for Infinity G37, but a Panamera V6 is like 75, yeah. 80 grand. Well, dude. I didn't mean new. I meant used. But he said Infinity G37 so. yeah, Xi. Yeah, G37 come in all wheel drive. It's optional. Yes, it does. G thirty seven optional all wheel drive. Oh, the Volvo. Stuff. Or even you could get the M thirty seven. See, the M thirty seven is cool. That's a cool car. I had yeah. one of those for a week. That was a nice, cool little different, differently designed, but fun to drive. Yeah, M thirty seven all wheel drive would be fun. Uh, what else we got? What other brands can I think of? Ford, no, mm. nothing from Ford really because the the SHO. No. Doesn't feel small at all. It no, does, it's, it's, huge. Not. <laughs> um, it's not. It's not. It's a beast. Um, maybe, maybe the. Can you get the ATS with all wheel drive? He said no Cadillac. Oh, that's right. You can, Shit. but he said no Cadillac. It's, it's a shame. shame. It's a shame because the ATS would probably be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Especially once the V comes out. It doesn't fit the horsepower, but a Mini Countryman S four wheel drive is a neat little car. We had fun, fun with that. You can't do leather all around. But that nothing. is that. Oh, you can't do. But full he's also saying he wants luxury too, and that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got to I got yeah. to stick with the the obvious choices, which are the three thirty five XI and the Audi S four. Yeah. Those, At those which are point? The, those are your. Don't buy them. Lease them because they're going to break. Yeah, lease them. Yeah, yeah for make sure you have a warranty. Um, but hope that helps. That if uh, if anyone has any further suggestions for Tyler, go on the forum. Where is that question posted in the forum? Uh, you go to Threadlines under Sports Cars. Sports Cars. If you have suggestions, log into the forum and uh, and leave them. Don't be a dick about it. Yeah, that's the <laughs> other thing that's about the forum is you know because are people using... being pretty respectful so yeah, far? Yeah, everybody's, everybody's been really name, cool. So you know, it's the... your oh, it's your real it's name. Your, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. use Facebook, it's your name. So well, you, you see that fucking asshole whose spot I blew up, Dan Fredrickson. Yeah, this guy is such a tool bag. You see this guy? Okay. No, he comments on every fucking drive video. Oh, okay, that guy. That yeah. it's not electric, so it's like yeah. this dirty fucking polluting. And I was just like. This is so fucking annoying. So we were talking about it when I was at the drive office and how annoying this was. And I asked JF if I could ban him because he's so – and JF's like, no way, dude. We need a fucking freak show like this on our <laughs> on our network. And I was like, well, fine. So I just started Googling the guy's name because he uses his own name. Mm-hmm. And I found <laughs> – not only did we find his Facebook page, he had nine friends. Uh, <laughs> we found um, all these EV forums oh, yeah. that he's been banned from. He's been banned from forums who are that are about the shit that he argues in yeah. favor of on this. Fu- and the only forum he wasn't banned from was one where there was like a letter from the moderator that's like, "I will personally monitor every one of this guy's <laughs> statements." Wow. He's like, yeah. "I'm not going to ban him yet." But yeah. and this fucking toolbag. So he's got like a picture of himself. Of he looks like Dwight from The Office, huh. but like smaller and skinnier. Yeah. So I just posted on my Facebook page his picture with a comment that said something like, look at this. This is the most annoying comment in the world, and look at this picture. I bet he touches kids. And uh, so we tried to argue. Uh, he, you know, My, my fa- Facebook fan page is open. Anyone can comment on it. So yeah. he shows up and says, how dare I 
do this, and I represent Drive, and how would JF feel about it? Meanwhile, JF was looking at my shoulder going, post this guy's picture, say he touches kids. (laughs) 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 Look at here, look at this picture. Have you seen this picture? No. You come, just come around for a second and look at this picture, because you you gotta see this fucking guy. He looks, he totally looks like Dwight from The Office. Oh, here, I'll try to just move my computer. Yeah, I can't really look. Look at this fucking guy. Oh yeah, he touches kids. I mean, you can just look at that guy. Allegedly, that that's his forum (laughs) picture. It might as well be a mug shot. And so he came on my fan page to argue about it, and I banned him because on my fan page I am God. Well, and it's not that he doesn't even occasionally have a good. Oh no, it's constant. It's It's fucking constant. He doesn't listen to logic at all. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I've argued against him on on YouTube before. I'm like, yeah, dude, like I understand what you're saying. Like, electric cars, there's a lot of ways in the future that they should be used, possibly just for all passenger cars. Like I get where you're coming from, but progress takes time, evolution takes time, and he's like, no, we can do this right now. Yeah. And his whole yeah. thing is like, and, and he acts like Drive possible. is supporting racism like actively. He's <laughs> like, you guys are the problem with supporting these gas burning like polluting cars. I'm like, fuck you, man. This is a hobby, and as things change, we will change. But right. I have a gas-swilling car that will soon be 700-ish horsepower. Yeah. At some point, I would also love to have a Tesla Model S. Yeah. I like electric cars. I really do. They're cool, and they're great for certain things. And if somebody makes a really cool electric sports car, I'll gladly have one if it's awesome. A base Model S might work for the last kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's oh a Model S. Yeah. They're not all. They're all drive. They are yeah. all wheel drive. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. yeah. They're all wheel drive. I thought yeah. they were rear wheel drive. For some no, they're all wheel drive. That's that could be that could work. All the different motors. Same, same platform for the X drive too. Yeah. Your dad just bought an S, didn't he? He's got. Oh, a did number. he actually He's get got one? a number for the S? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty um, sick. Full boat. So let's uh, real quick season finale of Tuned the uh, BMW uh, Turner Motorsport BMW Frozen M3. Which is a neat, very cool car because we learned about because we've been doing all this crazy horsepower shit all season. This car is about balance. It's uh, 530 horsepower, all motor, stroked BMW M3. Fucking brilliant car. The power, the chassis, the suspension, the tires—they all match up like perfectly. Everything's in, so on the track. This fucking thing is amazing. And uh, and then I got to drive their uh, their race car. Which did we talk about the, about the race car yet on the podcast? No. Maybe no. a little bit. Uh, just yeah, yeah, they we were did drilling when, when into Joey my head Bat- to not fuck up. We, we were when Joey and Batim were here a little bit. Oh yeah, 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 we talked about it then. But um, that video's up now. Um, it's it's this. We're gonna do a, one, another one of those forty minute wrap up deals like we did last time. But that's yeah. the first. That's the last real episode um, on Drive, um, and it's it's fucking cool. I mean, I'd never driven on slicks before, and it's funny because JF just watched it and sent me an email. I'm reminded by today's tune of how fucking scared I was driving the ACRX race car on slicks. I got passed by a Lotus uh, a 211 because I didn't know what the tires could do. It's all of a confidence thing. And he's right. Driving on slicks is pretty intimidating until – because it's like stick, 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 gone. And you and he can't learn that much about a car in a half hour, yeah. one track session. Nope. Especially when they're Ow. like, if you fuck up and these can't, this car can't race in three days, I'm going to hang you by your balls. I mean, really, it takes days to get really comfortable in any car. If I had three or four track sessions in it in yeah. one day, I would have, I, I mean, not been sitting on fucking pole, but I would have got the hang of it a little more. Yeah. I mean, I got a half hour in the car. A good sp- track with a lot of runoff, and then you can get nice and comfortable. Yeah, yeah. you got to spin off once or twice. You yeah. have to. Like, Preferably you have somewhere to- where there aren't, like, big-ass Armco fucking yeah. walls. You know what but- I mean? 
But either way, amazing experience. And um, for people who have never gotten to drive a race car before, which I'm guessing is most people who listen to the podcast. Or talk on it. Hopefully the video... You know, hopefully the video gives you an idea of what it's like for someone who's genuinely nervous, you know, genuinely inexperienced doing that sort of thing. And I'm not is... trying to be cooler than I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm a guy who's used to street cars, and I have a lot. I have a lot of track time in street cars. I'm, I get in any street car and go to the track. And, all right, fine. But well, I mean, race no. car is a very different experience. E- even still, I mean, any car that you start talking about, this is a million dollar car. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, it could be. You know, a six hundred thousand dollars street car. You're still gonna be fucking but, nervous. You know, with the cage and the Motec gauges and the switches and the sound and the fucking, fucking cooled helmet. You know, yeah, you're harnessed in. It, it's it's it all gets very real it once feeds you get into in your the brain car. and then just starts making you. Twitchy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, I didn't crash, and that means that I'll get to do it again sometime. Probably was it temperamental at all? No. A lot of times, race cars are just like it was temperamental. It if you didn't, g- if you didn't give it enough gas. You had yeah. to give it. You got to. You got to be pretty firm on the throttle. You got to be pretty deliberate with your inputs. If you drove around like for the for the slow car to car shots, I got like below thirty five hundred RPM a couple times, and it would like buck a little. You know, it liked to be wound out. It liked to be fucking revved. Race car, yeah. Race car, and that's but it. for a race car, I, mean, I didn't stall it. You know, I, I, I was able to start it, drive it through the paddock, drive it on the track. You know, it's yeah. a, is okay. that a DSG or a standard stick? Stick, okay. yeah. It's a rule for the Continental Series. You have to be stick. Okay, cool. Yeah. That uh, mm-hmm. 325 we had for the Turn Nine shoot. Yeah, yeah. That thing was a just a hunk, man. I mean, it's a good car. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but just to try to take it out to the track to run it around, it was yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. This car was pretty good. That just made, speaking of the rules for that series, that that brings up an interesting thing. Now, what are these series going to do now that these manufacturers are getting rid of their manual transmissions? Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they'll have to. They'll have to adapt, I guess. Change the rules. Yeah. Yeah. They change the rules F- F1 every year. So yeah, I mean, is, for example, I mean, everybody's saying the new M3 is not going to have a manual. You can control shift times and the rules and things like that, too, you know? Yeah. There's lots of... There's just something no, it's I just, like about three pedals, yeah. though. I hadn't yeah. I oh, hadn't of course, thought yeah. of the implications of that until now when it comes to racing series is that, that that's going to be a big deal. Well, I mean, also, but racing, I mean, race cars at a lot of these levels are hardly street cars anyway. I mean, it's yeah. like a tube chassis with plastic draped over it, that's like it's rubber true. banded to the body. So, but I mean, the drivetrain is one of those things that still is somewhat kind of factory ish. It's at least based ish. off of a. Yeah, it's like, it was I mean, like, hey, we have the well, same. Well, there's, there's another plastic. issue with the the next M3 is going to be a turbo car. Yep. And you can't Triple. run turbos in Grand Am. Yep. So you know they're they're but get it, to run this car again next year. But there's a series where they run a quote one M, which is just like a tube chassis with a V8 and yeah. a plastic body. So in America, like yeah, I don't is it America? I don't know. I saw a picture that? of it, but it's like I mean, it's, it's just like, one small team. Yeah, it's, it's maybe not, it's, it's World not, Challenge. It's, it's no in World M. Challenge, you can run different stuff like that. In Grand Am, I don't think you can. Yeah. Um, in Grand Am, I think it has to be what, a production. Who did uh, Grand Am engine. just merge with? Well, they're probably going to merge with the LMS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what yeah. the infographic guys, that they send us shit? They should make an infographic about all the different race classes and things like that. That would actually be a useful chart. one. That yeah, would be useful. Yeah, but they couldn't yeah. get the 0 to 60 times right. Well, maybe with a project and some fact-checking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they would need that. That would be, be good, right? Let's take some questions yeah, that would be from Facebook. Uh, Gavin Paquette wants to know what is the best soundtrack to a perfect drive in terms of music? What do you like listening to while driving? Flat crank V8. 
<laughs> Assuming you don't have access to a Ferrari. <laughs> uh, you listen to fucking, what do you call it? I like KC- KCRW. Depends on, sometimes depends on it's good and sometimes it's awful. It depends. Like if I'm driving right. canyons, it's like techno. It's like dead mouse or techno. metal. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm doing some serious like canyon stuff, radio, none. Yeah, exactly. I, I want my – well, not even just that. I want 100% of my attention on the road. I don't want any distraction whatsoever. I know, I know, music I know guys dis- on the music track distract the windows me. up and have the AC blasting in radio. Yeah. And music doesn't distract me at all. Fucking Lee Keen on one lap when he was fucking racing, he'd be out there blasting techno during his time lapse. Yeah. And Vaughn Gittin Jr. bumps ACDC yeah. while he's drifting. I, yeah. Music gets me in the zone. It doesn't actually distract me. I like Rise Against for that. Yeah. Rise Against makes me drive fast. I find that that makes me, like, too amped, though, and I'm not going to be <laughs> as focused. I'm just, like, because I'm, like, drumming. On, I'll start, like, wanting to drum on the steering wheel. Like, that's not good. Yeah. I, like I mean, Radiohead for that. if it's anything, yeah. it's maybe, like, Dillinger Escape Plan. But nine times out of ten, I've got podcasts on when I'm driving. Yeah, yeah that's, that's like driving in town. Um, Neil Weingarten wants to know if they go through the press cars before uh, each journalist uh, because I destroyed the tires in the Shelby. Um, but they gave him to yeah. us pretty bald anyway. They gave him to us half bald. Yeah. I gave him to gave him back full bald. And they re- but they replace him. Yeah, they, they go through. History them. of sending cars back to Ford with no rubber on them. Well, they yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but if I do, I, I I destroy tires proportionally to how much coverage the car gets. Yeah. So yeah. if all I'm doing is a basic written review, I won't shed the shred the tires. But in this case, we did written review. I I did one written review. A GT500 versus ZL1 piece. We talk about it here on the podcast. I did the question and answer piece on the smoking tire and seven minutes G4 on G4. and seven minutes on G4. And you did the That's teaser on the, the set of tires, too. huh? And you did the teaser on the forum and teaser too. on the forum. So all that is is worth. And they're almost bald when you got them. And they were half bald when I got them. So that's worth a set of tires to them. Full um, set would have been awesome. I like this one from Dave Casement. It's a ZL1 MP4 911 Turbo. Race, drive, burn one to the ground. So what ZL1, would you race? What would you drive? What MP4. would you burn? What are the three cars? ZL1 MP4-12C, uh, which Chris will probably burn to the ground, and 911 Turbo. Okay, drive the 911, race the McLaren, and burn the ZL1 only because. Yeah. Because the other two are pretty damn good. Well, because the 911 is all-wheel drive. I could take it skiing or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, if I only get to keep two out of three of those, I'm going right. to take the two nicer ones. I think that's <laughs> like, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. See, drive, um, drive the 911, race the MP4. As much as I love the Camaro, both of those other cars yeah. are nicer cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We all agree. We'd yeah, all, I think we're we'd all, all on the same race, page burn, and own the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. The ZL1's good, but... It's fucking hot in here right now. It's yeah. hot, yeah, it is hot, hot in here, isn't today. it? Jesus Christ. What else do we need to talk about? Don't you guys have to leave soon? Where are you going? Shoot Big Muscle in San Big Francisco? Muscle. Big uh, Muscle. Yeah. What are you shooting? Um, we're shooting something with smokestacks. What is it called? The Dodge Little Red Express truck. Or oh, yeah. yeah. That oh, that cool. thing's cool. Yeah. So It's uh, funny, man. When that came out, Muscle was telling me it was the fastest car made in America because like, the, the vet at the time yeah. was a piece of shit. And the, and the truck had like 225 horsepower, but the Corvette had like 190. Yeah. So this thing's so only sad. got 225 horsepower? Yeah. Okay. Dude, that's what they came with what back is it? Oh. Is it a power wagon? I have, a com- no, no, no. I have to complain about something. I'm going to interrupt you for a second. I have to complain about something. So what? someone on Twitter says to me, Matt, do you want to come to New Jersey and drive the only factory-built twin-turbo DeLorean ever? Okay. Yes. I said, sure. It sounds great. Yeah. Seeing an opportunity to possibly make some money out of this story, I asked Johnny Lieberman, who's a senior editor at Motor Trend, and they do Motor Trend Classic. 
And I like Motor Trend Classic, actually. Yes. It's a good book. It's entertaining. So I said, hey, Johnny, do you, do you want me to do a story for you on, on, on this car? And he goes, yeah, that sounds great. Where is it? I said, it's in Jersey. And he goes, all right, cool. Can you send me the owner's info? Um, we're going to send the guy who built it out to Jersey. It will be a killer story. And I said, I'm waiting for an email from him. He just hit me up. Uh, oh, wait, do I still get to write it? And he goes, oh, uh, yeah, no, you don't. Angus, who is Angus McKenzie, is, yeah. a, senior is very uh, not into having our competitors work with us. That's, so why, I just, that's why Johnny So basically, I just handed them a story through one of my connections. And now not only do I not get to write it, don't get to write something from Motor Trend. I'm not, I, I just sold myself out on a paycheck. That's pretty weak. Yeah, I'm going to delete that fucking tweet so they can't find the guy. Where's that yeah, that's tweet? That's pretty lame. I hope he didn't go looking for it yet. Yeah. Everyone should go listen to the podcast with Johnny Lieberman right now yeah. and then tell Angus McKenzie how much you like No, it. I mean, we've talked to the guys that work for Switch. Like, I'm friends with a lot tweet. of them and none of them can do the can show I, I can't I delete no, someone else's tweet, can I? No. Nope. You can no. delete your own. Fuck me. Uh, I would just I call know, I would just Twitter, call them out flat out and just go, "Look, I did this trying to trying to line up work. Please don't do this. Just finders fee. TST fans, go to the door with torches." Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty lame. Ugh. Morningstar. Um, Fucking Angus McKenzie. Seriously. He, you know, I, I'm perfectly happy with the existence of the Motor Trend yeah. YouTube channel and whatever, and I like some of their videos, and I like Johnny. Mm-hmm. But, like, Angus McKenzie is such a fucking asshole. He just wants, like, he, he, it's not even like a, it's not a game, it's not a friendly competition for him. He's like, fuck those guys! It's fucking ridiculous. No, here's the thing. When weak. you start talking about social media and sharing stuff on the internet... It's not like there's a limited number of views here. People will find stuff that they like. I don't just read Autoblog. I read Hooniverse. I read TST. I read Truth About Cars. Yeah. All those things. People don't just go to one brand. It's not Coke or Pepsi. Yeah, true. Um, and that's the problem is you get these guys that are 50-something, 60-something, and they don't fucking get it at all. Yeah. So. yeah that, that's, and that's a pretty dick move, too. That's really shitty. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm you know, writing Johnny Lieberman, people, or if the guy emailed me. I'm just writing him right now. People can always subscribe to automobiles. Great car and driver makes wonderful work. Yeah, um, Evo. I mean, Auto car. we all have friends that work for these magazines. We like the things they do. I don't understand why they have to. Why there has to be this? You know. Well, that's just a dick move too, where you bring someone. Yeah. You bring yeah. someone a story, and then you know they they move you over, and then like, oh, thanks. That's kind of that's pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. No. Um, all right, I got. I have two Twitter questions. Okay. Uh, David Windsor asked uh, the most reliable and unreliable cars we've owned. Um, the Hummer was the least reliable car I've ever had. It broke really? three times in the six months I had it. That's surprising. Oh, it had that uh, electronic overheat thing. Yeah, the uh, P- pump mounted the PMD. This is pump mounted. It was like a. Uh, a capacitor that mm-hmm. sent signals to to send spark to the motor, and it was mounted on this the coolant pump. They just like that's where they mounted it. Yeah. And so when you'd shut the car off, it would cook. It would heat up and cook the fucking thing, and yeah. then it wouldn't restart again. Yeah. It was retarded. Yeah. It was, and it broke a bunch of times. And then the Raptor's been bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah. The Raptor's bulletproof. My S4 was great. My mini was good. I never had a problem with that. I, don't, I, I didn't. Well, you t- I didn't. You've owned nine <laughs> forerunners. Yeah, no <laughs> I did an eighty-five CJ seven, and that was about as bad as it got. But that was also my first car, so it was really 
you know, it wasn't new. It was, yeah. And yeah. I beat the living piss out of it as often as I could. Um, other end of the spectrum, any of the forerunners, yeah. yeah. So I they're think, so bulletproof. Truthfully, I don't know that any of us really have cars long enough that they get to that point where they're kind of problems all the time. Well, well, I mean, I, I mean, my first car was a 65 Pontiac, so it came with problems, yeah. and those problems will exist because, it, you know, it, it's like... But, I, I mean, as an adult, I mean, we, no. have, we all have reliable cars. I mean... It, we're not driving things that have two or three hundred thousand miles on them. I got one fifty something on my uh, on your Miata. On my, on my Miata, yeah. Well, we were Zach and I were talking about that the other day. How there are no pieces of shit anymore. You know, yeah, everything's really pretty reliable. Yeah, so, yeah, everything's pretty good. I mean, and I I haven't bought a lot of like old beater cars. Most of my cars I've owned have been new-ish. Right. So yeah. like, I, nothing's really catastrophically failed. The, the worst I had was that fucking pickup truck I had for four or five months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was just it had no miles on it. And but your delusion problem. that you could fix it. In <laughs> well, I admit it. That's the thing that sucked. <laughs> Every time I'd so fix something, that part would be fixed, and then the next thing would break. And I'd be like, it's Piston 1 be- is fine. Piston 2 is the one with water in it now. <laughs> God, that thing was awful. <laughs> you came over for like, I, I've told this story, but it was like six months in a row, every weekend. It's running rough, but it's not going to be that hard. All I have to do is rebuild everything yeah. and then take over China and, I did. and Japan. Like, risk. I did. I basically, I, let's see, I rebuilt the transmission. I tore the motor apart and rebuilt that. I had to redo the cooling system. I did the, I, I just did fucking everything on it. And it was just, every time I'd fix one thing, the next major component would break. So at the end of it, Almost all the issues were probably sorted out, but I was so pissed off at it, I just punched it and put a giant dent in the fucking front of the truck. Oh, yeah. That makes and then sense. I, uh, and then I just got rid of it. I just didn't want to see it anymore. You were like someone washing the windows on a skyscraper, and like you get to the bottom, and then you look up, and you're like, oh, the top's dirty again. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how many water... I think I replaced two water pumps on my Pontiac. When I bought it, I've told the story that the throttle stuck on the two-barrel carb, so that was interesting. Um and then, like, late nights, like, New Year's Eve, I uh, the water pump broke, like, two days before New Year's Eve. I'm like, oh, I want to get fixed because I, I didn't drink, so I wanted to drive and, and have fun. And it was, like, 9.30, and I was still underneath the car, like, trying to get this water pump to fix. And I, like, got the last bolt on. I'm like, no, no, all I have to do is tighten this down, and then we can hook up the belts, and we can go clink. And the belt stripped and, like, tore off the thing, and coolant came pouring down on my head. And I was like motherfucker and just like threw three <laughs> wrenches at the wall my friends were like get in the car we're taking like mike's minivan and we're just going because i was going to be here till three in the morning <laughs> let's see i yeah. think uh, and then my camaro was pretty good i, I put 130 140,000 miles on that and i went through a couple of window motors in that time span uh and i randomly had a windshield wiper arm break off at 100 miles an hour <laughs> yeah f bodies <laughs> but how, other than that nothing wrong with how it. many miles did you have the turbo on it for <sighs> probably 30 35 whoa yeah that's amazing i have no idea what the turbo v8 reliability is it's yeah it was it was good to me i mean it was a good car that's pretty impressive yeah um, so. um, all right. Anything and, else? Uh, Josh Graham asked what I think of the new Fusion. Did you, when's that launch? The the thing is, I don't know. We can happened. talk about it. No one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, he gives a shit. This is the Fusion. 
talk about the fusion. Did we talk about the fusion last time? I think we did. I think we did. We talked about the fusion last time. Yeah. And, and then it. they came out. the The new Fiesta also looks like an Aston ripoff. It looks like a Aston if you put it in a in a compressor and just squished it down. That's what the uh, Fiesta looks like. Now. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's yeah, it's a little too close. Yeah. I, I mean, it won't. Aston will still look like Aston, so you still get to go look at it. And it's still, it's still so leaps and bounds ahead of it. But I'm, I'm worried like the new Mustang that. Rendering someone did is way too close. But it, it looks good, though. But it, if it, it waters down the allure yeah. of Aston's, I'll be very pissed. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that and the, of course, they announced that the Mustang's going to Europe now. They made the official announcement. Can you imagine yeah. if you're driving an Aston, someone's like, oh, is that the new Mustang? You're like, fuck you. I'm going to shoot you in the <laughs> face. I'm going to kill you. I well, I, but I, that's basically a confirmation of I, I can't remember if it was Alan Mulally or, or maybe it was even Bill Ford that had said at one point, we're not taking the Mustang to Europe. Because we can't sell it there unless it is independent suspension. Yeah. yeah. So and they've said they're going to Europe now. Can you imagine driving a Camaro in Europe, like so big, no. <laughs> like down some they, street? They, you know, in Europe, no way. Dude. They're actually there's a popular there there's an import market for them there. I bet. Oh, but, uh, huge. There's yeah, an entire racing series in Europe yeah. based on the Camaro. Just on very specific. Highways, I believe it's in Finland. They're incredibly popular. You drive that Camaro in like Luca, Italy, and it's not going anywhere. No, you're not fitting it because you're going to be like, oh, this is these streets are not compatible with my vehicle. No, man, they're barely compatible for people. Yeah. Some of them are so narrow. So if you're going to copy slap design, our crying dog. If you're going to copy a design sensibility, though. I mean, Aston's a pretty good. Aston's a good one to copy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, it's like it's a really flagrant copy. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the it's the most flagrant of flagrants. The other one I'm seeing ripped off a lot now is a lot of the cheaper sedan, a lot of the cheap Japanese and Korean sedans are starting to look a lot like Audis. Oh, yeah. They're all doing the similar lights. Yeah. Even, uh, what were we looking at? Oh, the profile shot of the Fusion looked kind of like Audi-ish yeah. and Lancer-ish. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's like someone will start, uh, you know, a design idea of, like, the headlights. You know, they started making them more aggressive. Like, Evos, I guess, would be, like, the first one maybe mm. that did it. And then everyone, and they start selling well, and everyone's like, oh, that looks kind of cool. And they find a way... Every company finds a way to use the same thing. I feel like they all have very similar, like, Mercedes taillights now. Yeah. That kind of, like, bigger outside slants in. Yep. And then, we'll, you know, something new will come down the pike in, like, two years. And Yeah, actually, the, I think the Korean cars specifically are looking a yeah. lot like Mercedes. Totally. Yeah. Well, the Honda, the Honda, which Honda was it? The first, the, what was the first Honda? The, Genesis? not the first one, but the big one. The Genesis big, Equus? nice one. Yeah. Yeah. That was very mercedes Oh, yeah. 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 Well, hell, I mean, even the even the Genesis has its has its Mercedes points. Yeah. Yeah, it's got that. And the front's kind of, it's like, you see me like, that's, let's see, that's off of 5 Series. And that part's off of Mercedes. Yeah. And then, uh, have you guys seen the, the new big Kia sedan? They call it the like K-9? the K9. The K9. Yeah. That thing actually looks pretty cool. Because oh, the concept? flagrant BMW Jaguar ripoff. Yeah. But we're getting it, apparently. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> as many people will buy it here as bought Phaetons, which is six. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Equuses. How many yeah. fucking Equuses do you actually see Just the on car the road? Show. I've like, never seen none. one since the I've show. seen yeah. a none handful, ever. but that's also due to the neighborhood that's south of me. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're dude, for the for the money, like you get a shitload of car from that oh, Equus. Yeah. That, was, that was not that bad. Um, so someone sent me an email with a 2003 Lexus IS300. He wants to he wants us to film it for tuned. He says he has 100 grand into it. What? Is that okay. like a 2JZ? It's a 2JZ cover of Import Tuner, cover of Auto Salon magazine. Totally. Super Street Bonsai HKS ad car in Australia. 
Um, it's got a bunch of shit on it. JDM HKS body kit. JDM HKS fog lights. One of only three kits in the USA. One of only three of these fog light kits. It's a rare, yeah. it's a rare kit. <laughs> um, charge speed hood and fenders. Alteza headlights. Alteza rain visors. Those rain visors look like ass. Carbon fiber grill. Volk wheels. Endless six-piston brakes. Uh, 2JZ turbo. R154 chaser transmission. 700 horsepower. Whole bunch of shit. It's got a lot. It's got a lot of shit. I mean, we should talk totally long. I love the IS three hundred. I think it's, it's a, a really long great list. little car. Interior Recaro, awesome. Recaro seats only set in the USA. Something tells me that's not entirely true. Yeah. Uh, Takata harnesses. Somebody's somebody's got a hard this on for fucking Japanese parts, parts list is crazy. Well, that's, so that's, he has all that's this horsepower, car. and then it's he has car. like huge subwoofers and shit in here. Dude, oh, we should totally film it because it's like a SEMA show car, dude. It's it like is. the stuff we would see at that that show at uh, El Toro when we were making it's, fun of yeah. everything. Yeah, it's a fuck. It's like an overbuilt. Yeah, got every kind of sponsor. Eighty stickers yeah. are on it. There's and a it's ton of rainbow shit. Paint, yeah. you know? Why do people do stupid shit with cars? Because people oh, yeah. are dumb. You know, I mean, just people. Pick some tacky, tacky stuff. I think the thing that the, – the, the Pep Boys parts, you know, the Pep Boys parts bin is just what you see on just people that – it's just like tacky. Everything about them is tacky. And then I'd hate to see what these people's fucking houses look like. Well, I think I mean, that's a different team. I think that's like the, the people that – it's almost like there's a competition of show cars – I guess it is. I'm an idiot. There's the uh, trophies. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it's like there's, you know, within that group, like their whole thing is putting as many parts and stuff on the car as it can and making it like, you know, every, I, all this I can probably get down with the that. 2JZ IS300. 2JZ, yeah. yeah. I still remember the video early YouTube days. There was a guy doing rolling burnouts in Florida with a 2JZ powered IS300. But it looked yeah. like a stock car other than the engine. This doesn't look stock. No, it's no. got rims and that, body kits yeah, and shit. Yeah, it's got neon. On. That was like Exhibit would drive that shit. Does he have Alteza? See, people emblems. want us to do the, you know, the, the, Personal cars we, oh, more than the should. tuner the tuner shop cars. I think we but I think should. it's with the personal cars. You know, you can you can rip into them a little bit and not feel as bad. Well, I, mean, yeah. I could be like these louvers are fucking heinous. And this thing weighs nine thousand pounds. Yeah, and like oh, you have seven hundred horsepower, but your car weighs nine hundred pounds more than stock. But I think we should because the only time you ever see the car like that on TV is when it's being built by Exhibit or Unique Whips, and they never say anything bad about it. It's a it. brand new YS300, dog. Yeah. So why not Why not talk to people about what it's like to actually drive that thing, especially because our perspective is the car should be built to be driven, and that's yeah. meant to sit still. Well, that's yeah. meant, it's a show car. And the much. other thing is that it also is a good opportunity to show people why you don't do this. Yeah. Because when you start tacking on all that shit just for the sake of tacking things on that aren't actually functional, mm. stuff starts sucking. Yeah, it's not a car anymore. Yeah. It's a really big paperweight. Yeah. But then there's the, the other side, of course, is the shit you, you posted or whoever started that thread of uh, – the thread Jason, on Threadline. Jason the ta- Connor. The tasteless. Yeah. Jason Connor. Great thread on Threadline's uh, tasteless cars you've seen in the wild. So just like any shitbox that's terribly modified that you've seen. Yeah. Just bolt a wing on a Venza. Yeah, yeah, that was great. You know, and it was like a there was like a Ford Escort with a huge wing and donk rims, and the wing yeah. was aimed up. It's unbelievable. Oh, what was that shop that we saw the other day that was doing? They had the chrome donk Camaro. They had oh, like a hundred grand into yeah. it. <laughs> that, oh that my thing. god, that was the worst. Yeah, it was, it was the most uh, guidoed out, fucking awful thing. 
Oh, the only thing terrible. it was missing was like an IROC sticker <laughs> set. This car is amazing. You should drive an IROC. Whoa. This is so hard. You got to post that. I, I is am, it? Uh, what is that? The Chrome Donk Camaro? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I for completely forgot about Google it until Chrome now. Chrome Donk Camaro? Yeah, I'm Are those I found a whole sixes? Business. What the Jesus. hell is that? And, and stock. What um, the fuck? Is this guy for real? Yeah, oh, he's yeah. for real. And, and stock brakes on it. Com. That's and, fucking uh, 32s. Speaking of Camaros, Mary Posey has a Canadian race car Camaro in her garage. Like 80s IROC, full oh, yeah. cage, That's cool. bitchin'. That really was cool. Yeah, you know what I'm talking this about. Camaro, this awesome. Camaro dog is terrible. This, you know it drives amazing, too. Uh, these pictures will be on the site with this podcast because you guys have to see this. But um, definitely take the time to stop by and look at it because it oh, will Jesus. blow your fucking it's mind. Fucking it's chrome. The entire car is chrome. I don't mind and all orange. chrome on some cars. Me and Thaddeus saw a C63. Yeah. A, a CLS 63 chrome that was pretty neat, but... Fuck I saw it, this, a, uh, this has a pop up. I've seen a Mick SLR in all chrome, and that actually kind of looked cool. Oh, that's the Rentec. I've one. seen that. That's yeah. a Rentec car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, this thing has a TV that pops up out of the back. Actually, does it pop up or is it there all the time? It, no, it, it, I believe it's it pops pop up. up. It's speed, so it's like the opposite. <laughs> it's of an air brake. Yeah. So if you're driving behind it, you can watch the news or catch up on I don't know yeah. Family Guy or Louie, whatever you want to watch, as yeah. long as he tunes. Yeah, to that. you know, because that doesn't say I'm an idiot and pull me over. This yeah. has, is that orange interior or is that red? That's a both. I think both. It's a I reddish think, orange. I think they mixed those colors together. It's beautiful. And they ended up with a really bright color of shit. Yeah. I was messing around with the M5, <laughs> the, the F10 M5 builder today, and you can do orange with orange. <laughs> this is fucking so bad. It still has a stock yeah. steering wheel just with red accents, though. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Oh, you need that airbag with that car. With, a, with brakes that bad, I'd want to keep the airbag. Yeah. Well, I mean, the brakes would be adequate. If he was running the stock 19-inch wheels, but he's gone to 32s with the same brakes, you I deserve to die. 300 feet yeah, stops from 40. Die. He's going to he's going to probably die in an accident. But the unfortunate thing is, because of his stupidity, he's going to take somebody Looks else. Looks like an intelligent with man. Remember that uh, mildly donked Monte Carlo we saw in Manhattan Beach that had brakes that were it was almost, a Grand National. I think you thought it had a Grand National badge, but it had a V8. It had a Grand sound. National hood too, and a full Grand National body. But it sounded like a V8. Mm. Maybe he blew his Grand National motor and put a 350 in it. Right. Or was it a, a uh, Monte that, ha- that had a... That's what it, I think. It, it was either a Monte Carlo with a full Grand National body or a Grand National with a 350 swap. I think it was a Grand National with a 350 swap because if you were going to do a Grand National body, yeah. you'd want it to look a little better than that one did. Why would you yeah. take out that six? Because my guess is someone blew it up and didn't want to right. take the time. This, this to driver definitely didn't have the budget to rebuild. A, a yeah, he spent all his money on rims, and it wasn't a lot because they weren't even because they big. weren't even good rims. But the brakes were like so small they were actually almost entirely hidden behind the the hub, uh, the, the center of the wheel. I mean, they were yeah. fucking tiny. Yeah. That's fucking scary. Yeah. But he was stopped on a hill. And he was able to stop. Yeah. Like, he didn't roll backwards, which surprised so me. So we know the brakes can stop 3,500 pounds static. Yeah. They can stop it when he's, go- when he's going up the hill. So yeah. it, can make- it can hold it at rest. Yes. But if he was going down, I don't know. All right. <laughs> he was leaning back. And on that cool. bombshell, I'm tired and fucking hungry. I, I get started yes. to get real zombied. Sorry. All I've eaten is a fucking muffin today. I get real zombied out. What's some, what time are we at, sourdough. Chris? We're at one forty now. So Great. Let's let Thad and Zach go to San Francisco, and I'm going to fucking eat because I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I literally, my brain is shut off. Let's try and plug things without fucking this up. Follow us on Twitter at The Smoking Tire. Follow Zach on Twitter at Zach Clapman. Join our forum 
at uh, threadlines.com slash the smoking tire. Uh, there's many, many topics to be discussed on that bitch. Last um, season finale of Tuned is up right now on youtube.com slash drive. It's the Turner M3s, a pair of them, in fact. Um, read our shit at thesmokingtire.com. Buy Dylan Optics sunglasses at thesmokingtire.com. Yeah. Uh, use the uh, fucking, Jesus, discount code IREADTST, all caps, if you want to get a play seat. Uh, gaming setup from playseatusa.com, 10% off that shit. Uh, discount code TST gets you uh, 10% off uh, Larry Casilla's Ammo Auto Care. And thank you, Tim, for hanging out and filling in. Yeah, man. Um, we'll be back next week. Yep. We got fucking jury duty. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you can I got to call up jail. I, you want to call on the air and see if I have to go to jury duty tomorrow? Yeah, sure. What the fuck? Why not? You want to? Nah, that's stupid. Fuck it. I'll find out. We'll find out next week if I had to go to jury duty. Find out next week if Matt had to go to jury duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Tell him you love law and order and you're that's, uh, that's the move, right? Is yeah. that I love Law and Order? That's what I heard. Yeah. A couple well, years that's the ago, thing. That's what it was. If you need to cops. prove you're racist, we can always just play the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all equally guilty. I talked to uh, I talked to what's his name, Lamar Green. He's Green cool now. Burton. We're good. We're good on that. Yeah. All right, fuckers. I'm out. See you next week. Later.